You're listening to DraftKings Network. In the first segment, we're talking about our NWSL time. We, That's had a great, right. we went to our first game. Stop yelling at us. <laughs> we gonna, did it. And we're going to keep going to more. So we had a great time over at Sky Blue. We talk about uh, some of the M- more MLS policies that we're not too, huge fans of. Also, we talk about Alexis's feet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you've always waited for this one. You know, that's why you listen to this show. <laughs> In the second segment, we wash our mouths out after talking about my feet. We also talk to Benny Fellhammer. Sporting Kansas City. Uh, the most important thing on his resume is that he's now one of the co-hosts of BS the Podcast, which is great. But also, if you've been anywhere a fan of this league, he's probably played for your team. Absolutely amazing. Golasso against uh, Mexico. And now, top of his career is going to be the fact that he's on our show, Benny Phil Harper, and a little more. That and more on this episode of The Cooligans! Hi, I'm John Strong. I'm the large bald man who stands next to Stu Holden when you watch soccer on Fox Sports. You are listening to The Cooligans. Yeah, baby! Yes! Let's go! Woo! Let's get the energy nice and high to an empty room! Yeah, they're good. No, what do you mean empty? Look at all these people <laughs> going nuts. Sir, put your pants on. Ma'am, top back on, please. What are we doing? Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Cooligans. Yeah. Uh, the, the Cooligans podcast. That's all right. Yes. That's what it's called. I'm telling Alexis, sometimes he forgets. Oh, what are we doing again? <laughs> uh, yeah, baby. I mean, it's been a wow, What a week. Uh, a week. We've got a lot going on. A lot of. Uh, How have you been? I've been well. I like the shirt you're wearing. What is this? This is a funky shirt. It's, it's a, a Polaroid. Shirt. It says Polaroid on it. This is a, this was a, a birthday present from uh, my girlfriend's sister. Oh, very nice. She got me like three of them. One is like, one says like Kodak. One says Polaroid. Uh, just, uh, just an omen of uh, things that will be become obsolete yeah yeah you know? just all failed businesses <laughs> that's cool love that enron hat you're wearing <laughs> uh, this will never go bad yeah. <laughs> you kidding me good investment baby <laughs> well welcome uh to the show like we said uh my name is christian polanco i'm alexis guerreros uh, all right we are your favorite stand-up comedians that host the funniest soccer podcast that you have ever listened to. That's right, Sprat. You know who we are? Because it's not just that. Yes, we are Sprat. That's right. We are, <laughs> we happen to be that as well. And that is just code for us being also the gulliest podcast. That is correct. You've ever heard. Exactly. So you are every day, week after week, we're getting more people being like, what's what's this gully stuff? What's going on? I don't know. And then this... they listen to us for 10 minutes. They're like, oh, I get it. Oh, I get it. All right. Oh, it's in me. <laughs> I need to go to a doctor. <laughs> Speaking of doctors, nearly ruined my foot. That's right. We should uh, recap because some people who follow you on uh, on social media will follow along with uh, you, the, your issues, your ailments. Right. One of our fans messaged me, uh, post a picture of the bottom of your foot, the more gruesome, the better. Oh, and I'm like, even if I didn't step on a piece of crystal, it'd be a pretty gruesome picture <laughs> on its own. I don't know about that. that every time uh, anybody <laughs> requests pictures of feet, I'm like, yeah, what are you going to use I, this for? What exactly? exactly. Which which folder is this going to be put into? <laughs> okay. Because is this going to be around your desktop? I, I don't know about that. <laughs> is this going to be on something called work documents? <laughs> <laughs> so your significant other? 
<laughs> don't find it. Uh, oh, yeah. You don't need to look in there. That's just work. Speaking of that, uh, I was just uh, on Instagram. Uh, oh, where are you? I was. was I don't know time. if you ever heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> I was on there. Uh, you sound like you were invited on Instagram. Was, you know, watching stories and uh, Indy Cowie's uh, stories came up. Right? That's right. And I'm, I'm watching. She's and she's doing like a Q and A, and fans are asking her questions. And I don't know why she chose to respond to this one, but you know, Indy Cowie's like a. It's like a family friendly freestyler, right? She's great. She's, She's a great good person. for all kids, adults, uh, everybody. All the sponsors, the sponsors that will work with her do not want to work with us. No, they they've almost explicitly <laughs> said, please don't go on their show. <laughs> almost. But one of the questions she an- a- answered was uh, somebody asking, can you send me a picture of your foot? And when you ask a woman... <laughs> To send you a picture of, of their foot. Yeah. You're, there's nothing innocent happening. You're not you're not masking <laughs> what's about to happen no, no, no. if you do get it. We know exactly the type of person you are. Is that all they said was just like, oh, we had a question in the front row. Guy goes, <laughs> goes, send me a picture of your foot. Like, is that really? That was it. That was in the, <laughs> that was like, you know, the, the, oh, the it's Q&A like an AMA. and AMA in, in Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> and that was, I'm like, yo. The the nerve, you can go past it. The nerve of this person to speak to sweet angel Indy that way. Right. How dare you? Uh, but <laughs> I guess you know. Look, some of the people. What did she say? She said no. Politely. Obviously, she said no in her polite. In a very way, Andy Cowie way. Which, 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 there's no way that that's how she would normally respond she to She really is. If some dude walked up to her and was like, yo, send me pictures of your feet, she would, she would kick a soccer ball to their damn right. head. <laughs> she would take one of their balls and like stop it on the bottom of her foot <laughs> after keeping up yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. A testicle stall. That's what it's called. Bang. <laughs> and the guy's like, oh, that's impressive. You know, he's still impressed because it is. She's good at what she does. Uh, so the disrespect that women have to deal with is wild. And you. And well, you. I got it. Exactly. It was a woman who asked. Look so at this. It goes both ways. You're creeps, ladies. <laughs> All of you. We on to you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> so we had, we did have uh, outside of your. So you're, how are you feeling? So by the last way? episode, I had a crystal in my foot the entire time. Yeah, we didn't know this. So you stepped on a, cri- a healing crystal. My wife has these crystals that yeah. she believes because in more he, than our marriage. He, he married, <laughs> he married a shaman. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So. <laughs> She comes back from Machu Picchu once every six months. <laughs> no, she there's these crystals that like her friends and her get, and you know this one is this one they is trade them like Pokemon cards. Yeah, really, I mean, they're pongs at this point. Uh, pongs so, or pogs? I don't remember what you they were. were. Yeah, pong. I don't know. I, like I, you knew I didn't play with that. <laughs> so. Uh, what you would call it? Like, you know, there's one that like, it looks, it's like a very brittle stone, right? Yes. It's like on purpose. And apparently it's from Brazil, like our guest, yeah. you know, and it's, and it wasn't clean on the way here. Like our guest. <laughs> yeah. He was just Damn, you're going to spit take. Yeah. Yes. I waited for you to take the sip to say, so uh, it's like, it hasn't been sealed. Apparently these stones get sealed. Okay. This one was not. Okay. So then it, it, it 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 shattered. I think. I think she might have dropped it, or a piece broke off of it, which tends to happen on this uh-huh. type of stone. It's a it's a black 
something. I forget what it is. Well, let's not get race involved. It's just, it's a, it's a, like, I don't know Sorry. what kind of crystal it was. Sorry, it's a Brazilian American <laughs> stone. No, it's a black ter- termite or something like that. I don't know the name of it, right? Okay. So uh, people are impressed. I took the photo. People are like, oh, that's very expensive. I don't need to know about this. It's in my foot. So I must have stepped on a piece of it in my heel. And I thought I stepped on like a, a piece of plastic or, or, or a hard crumb or something. Mm-hmm. So I brushed the bottom of my foot, didn't feel anything, walked around. I was fine. I I go to the podcast. I have shows and stuff after this. I go home. I edit the podcast. My wife's not having a great day. And I thought, here's what will cheer her up. I'll show her the bottom of my foot. I said, uh, cheers, everybody. All the the kids. uh. (laughs) Just like that lady on Instagram. Hit at parties. Everybody loves it. (laughs) You kids want to cheer up a little bit? Take a look at this ugly thing. So I go, hey, babe, is there something on the bottom of my foot? It felt like I had like a paper cut at certain points of the day. Showed it to her. She goes, oh, my God, there's a piece of crystal in your foot. So she takes it out. As she took it out, because it's supposed to shatter. I'm curious. Are you able to see the bottom of your own foot? Yes. You can? Okay. But I didn't see I didn't know how flexible you were exactly. Flexible enough to see the bottom of my own (laughs) foot, but I couldn't because of where it was like kind of dug under the skin a little bit. Okay. So it was almost like a splinter, right? Like I couldn't really see it from the angle I was looking at it. I'm not so flexible that I could just flip my foot around, you know what I mean? In multiple directions. (laughs) I got one. It's look behind me, you know? So she goes, oh, this piece of crystal takes it out with uh, tweezers. And she's like, oh, there, it shattered a little bit, like splintered off a little bit. And now there's other pieces in your foot. She tried to get it. I've at this point now I have a undershirt wrapped in my mouth screaming. I'm trying to bite down on this thing. And she's like, it can't be that painful. I'm like, you have no idea the pain I'm in right now. So she goes, yeah, just, I can't do this anymore. You need to go to like the urgent care center. You know, those little uh, corner city MDs they have in the city. They're like these like mini storefront hospital kind of thingies. I went into that doctor from Latvia, no emotion in this woman, okay. none whatsoever. So, uh, you know, Kristaps uh, Porzingis' mom. I said, <laughs> I said to her, I go, oh, like Kristaps Porzingis. She looked at me. She goes, he plays basketball. <laughs> I go, yeah. She goes, I am doctor. I'm yeah. like, okay. He's All like, right, I, off to a good start. <laughs> I show her the bottom of my foot. She goes, yes, I can see it. Okay. She starts to, she has like six different pliers. She tries to go through all of them. None of them are small enough to get these small shards out you of my foot. When you went to a mechanic or a doctor, what is this? First of all, she has me like bend my foot so she could like, she's like on the, on the floor. I'm like, there's not a bed we can use here. Like where I could hold my foot up something. No, it's like a chair. It's the worst. I don't know why I walked into this place. She goes and gets two needles and starts like. Like she's tossing a salad out of my foot. She's just like jamming these two needles (laughs) in there. I'm like this. I'm screaming in pain. I'm like, this can't be this. You didn't go through training in Latvia for this. (laughs) Did you work on horses before this? I am screaming. One of the nurses got so dizzy. She almost collapsed. As I left, she was like, I'm leaving. I can't do this anymore. I made a woman quit her job. With the bottom of my foot. Bleeding everywhere, by the way. <laughs> Did she quit her job or just left for the no, day? No, she quit. She quit. Your, she quit your on the foot, spot. Your foot was the all she could handle. My foot changed <laughs> the course of a woman's life forever, right? She legitimately was like, I'm going back to school for something else. She, just, she was like, I said, I'm done. I'm leaving. I'm not coming back. She legitimately quit. So the woman's like, well, you're in a lot of pain. And I said, yeah, that's why I'm like crying and, and screaming and going nuts. I felt like I was getting tortured. She goes, well, why don't I numb it? I'm like, you didn't think of this before. Nice. She goes and gets lidocaine. Latvians, not enough. Latvians don't believe in numbing. <laughs> like pain. You, you want to feel everything. Yeah, no. <laughs> How do you know you're alive unless you feel pain? <laughs> so she goes and gets li- the lidocaine. Doesn't put it on the hole. Because then she can't clean it out. She puts it around it. Clearly not working. I'm still in pain. She then injects me in the bottom of the foot. 
in the bottom. You don't inject people in the bottom of the foot. Super painful. I've got bruises all over the bottom of my feet. <laughs> she injects me with lidocaine. Not enough. I say, that's it. I'm out of here. And she goes, well, it's a foreign body. You need to get it out. I almost been like, you're a foreign body. You don't need to get out. I almost done that. I just didn't know what just to say. Just put your MAGA hat on all of a sudden. I was in so much pain. And she goes, well, you have to go stop by the front desk for the copay. I was like, yeah, I Yeah, I'm definitely going to give you a copay. How much is the copay to be tortured? Not paying it. Uh, somebody tried to stop me on the way. I was like, sir, you can't leave. I dare you to try to stop me. I got in an Uber, went to the closest podiatrist, took one look at the bottom of my foot. But he quit. No, I'm joking. He goes, he goes, what did they do to you? And I'm like, I don't know. And he was like, somebody chopped you up a little bit under here. He goes, did they inject you at the bottom of the foot? You're not supposed to inject the bottom of the feet. I'm like, thank you. He's like, that's like stepping on attack. I'm like, that's what I said. So he was like, yeah, I can have this done for you in five minutes. He goes, but you know, you really don't need to remove it. People walk around with stuff in their body all the time. He's like, you know, like bullets. Mm. What kind of mafia podiatrist did I walk into where your first reference is bullets? He know he knew he looked took one look at you and he's like, he, he probably got a couple bullets inside yeah, him. Yeah, couple this shells. Dude, this dude took a shot or two <laughs> and kept it moving. So yo, he freezes, he used a magic spray that you on players. Okay. Freeze the side of my foot, jams me with a needle, didn't feel a thing, injects me with a ton of lidocaine, comes back in five minutes, ketchup stain on his white jacket. What was he doing? Eating a sandwich, <laughs> french fries. He comes back. Start scraping that whole area of skin out. I have a hole in the bottom of my foot. Like, I got a divot. I got a divot in the bottom of my foot. Like I- Yankee Stadium. Okay. Yeah, exactly. The grounds crew came in. Uh, and now I've been walking around on these, like, you know, healing kind of like a uh, pad kind of thing where you don't really feel like you're stepping on your foot, but it feels like I'm walking. It's pretty painful. I bled out two of my shoes. I went home. I went and got my hair cut. I went home and, and <laughs> Dee was like, yo, there's blood everywhere. I'm like, huh? I'm like eating a sandwich. And I look over, there's just blood all over the floor. I look at the bottom of my foot. My entire sock is filled with blood, like wet blood, not dry blood. Like there's just blood gushing out of my foot. I, Kershilling, you're a hero. I, somebody <laughs> said, yo, that looks like a pepperoni slice. The blood it was hilarious. <laughs> okay. So well, yeah, ruined two pairs of sneakers. I hope uh, you're doing better. This, that was a lot. That was a lot. <laughs> Guys, don't get healing crystals. I remember I said, like, oh, who cares if she believes in crystals as long as it's not hurting anybody? Well, we've breached that wall. Folks. Like, it's like it's like having a gun in your household. You yeah. know, you're more likely to yeah. be, be hurt. On your own. I think we need to deal with some uh, crystal control. <laughs> <laughs> That's Where right. do we stand on that, politicians? <laughs> so, uh, OK, well, I'm glad you're uh, on the mend. Um, yeah. OK, so let's uh, let's start the show uh, how we always do. We show love to the people who show love to us so thank you for uh uh leaving uh itunes reviews and helping us get to that of uh, that elusive 600th uh We're at 553 553 so we could use a little bit more that'd be that'd be nice i can't wait to get to 600 because then you know what starts right we beg for 700 baby it's very it's a very important time in uh in the cooligans history begging for that 700 it really it's really where you uh, were the real podcast separate themselves right where the were back. you when they begged for 100 <laughs> you know but the 700 mark is very very important uh so uh so we have a, a review this is so this is from from uh, our homie Luke Sturgeo. Yeah, I saw, I saw this. This is great. So Luke, he is a he is a photographer. Mm-hmm. Great dude. We met him at uh, MLS All Star. That's right. In, uh, and he 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 covers. Um, I, I know he takes a lot of n- the New England Revolution. The, yeah, the Revolution game. So he's uh, I think the only photographer on hand for those um, because there's not a lot of media requests for <laughs> New England Revolution games. That <laughs> media the press box was pretty empty. A little empty. Uh, but Me, no. you and Sam Stasco. <laughs> there was a couple people there, but anyway, so. 
Luke says, uh, is this gully enough? And uh, five stars. So thank you, Luke. He goes, so I already wrote a review a while ago, and now I'm writing another one because it was mediocre at best, and I didn't realize my gulliness at the time. So on a scale of one to Alexis ranting, how gully uh, does this review rank? Uh, but in all seriousness, you guys are the absolute best. You have supported me throughout my career so much, as I've done for you both as well. You make my travels to photograph Revolution games and other games across New England very enjoyable. Although the podcast does not na- not have enough New England soccer. Soccer. Uh, he says. He says. So one, fix that, my guy. <laughs> and he goes to look. And this is a bold move. He goes, have me on the show so I can talk about how underrated New England soccer is. Is that too gully? I don't know for sure. But shouts to you guys for making me more self aware of my gulliness. Hashtag self aware gully squad. Self aware gully squad. <laughs> shouts to you. We got gully adjacent. We are gully adjacent. And now we got some self aware gully. This is nice. I feel like uh, our uh, you know the, the gulliness is uh, it's sort of. Uh, um, sort of getting getting around, right? And just th- tentacles, tentacles, right? And it's making people uh, like realize how gully they are, like in therapy. You know yeah, what I mean? They're yeah, like, yeah. oh, you know what? You know, I, I am. My they, brain they, blocked out that gully. <laughs> I didn't know. I forgot it happened. It must have been that childhood trauma. Yeah, that, my gulliness was repressed. <laughs> <laughs> we got to not repress it anymore, guys. That's why that's very very important. So, uh, so Luke, thank you for that, man. We appreciate you and uh, and and keep up the great work. Oh, he does he does great photos. I just want to read a quick one from beans and cheese <laughs> okay or beans and cheese i don't know how to pronounce <laughs> it it's uh the 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 title is just a thumbs up emoji five okay. stars shouts to you and they put the only podcast i can tolerate well all right <laughs> shouts to us <laughs> uh all right that's uh, that that's saying a lot there's a lot of podcasts there's a there. line we're the only ones they can uh, tolerate. tolerate not even enjoy no Tolerate, they which, would not go that far. But imagine how much how much uh, they must despise Ugh. other podcasts. They can't even. The other one's like, I gotta shut this off. But these guys are like, <laughs> I mean, is, at least I can keep it on. Exactly. The other podcasts <laughs> are physically hurting. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, <laughs> I gotta park the car. I gotta figure out re- do the Bluetooth. Exactly. I got indigestion just listening yeah, to no, these I other podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, uh, Beans and Anz Cheese. Beans um, and Cheese uh, for for the review. So uh, we appreciate. It and uh, and yeah, help us get uh, to also si- quite regular, right? The cheese constipation, but the beans comes in and is like, yo, I got your back. <laughs> Won't that make it worse? No, the beans makes you poop. The oh, cheese the constipates that- you. Got it. Look at that. Yeah. Well, they cancel each other out. That's what I'm saying. It keeps them regular. <laughs> all of a sudden, you eat uh, you eat a bunch of beans and cheese, and you're healthy all of a sudden. <laughs> you good. Uh, it's so, like a salad. I learned it at CityMD. Right? <laughs> yeah. This Latvian woman told me about it. <laughs> she could never be wrong. All right. So uh, let's talk about what, uh, our weekend, because we did get to uh, finally go uh, to our first NWSL match. You hear it, Cloud9? We did it. Okay. Stop yelling at us. All right. Stop uh, accosting us in the middle of the street. Cloud9 members were listening to other podcasts and yelling at us about that. Like <laughs> I did uh, Irene uh, Morales's podcast, uh, Advice from Nana, uh-huh. right? Or some Nana. Nana's in the title. Um, and one of her fans, Elizabeth, who we met, yeah. um, is also a Sky Blue fan and DMs me, just heard your podcast with Irene. Are you really a soccer fan? And I was like, well, yeah, of course, right? I go to NYCFC games. I'm a huge Arsenal fan, yada, yada, yada. And she goes, have you been to your local NWSL sky blue game? Boom. And I said, no. And she goes, well, then are you really a soccer fan? You need to go <laughs> legit. I got pressed. Yeah, that's right. On 
Instagram DMs. So so far you keep in track. And then and she and then she was like, send me a picture of your <laughs> yeah. feet. That's the two things that have happened to me on DM. Yo, send me a gruesome picture of your foot. And yo, you better go to a woman's hockey. Why are you the uh, you know packaging those questions together? <laughs> yeah. Seems very odd. <laughs> yeah. I seem counterproductive Let to me your message. Let me respond to one of them and then hit me with the other one. All right. You gotta, you know, get me in the mood first. Yeah. But did you copy and paste this? <laughs> Is this what you sent everybody? <laughs> So, uh, yes, but we did get to go. So Sky Blue FC took a, uh, uh, on against uh, Rain FC. 9,400 fans. They broke their record. Uh, so it was uh, beautiful to see uh, so many, uh, uh, you know, Sky Blue fans and Rain fans. There was a lot of people out there. So many of our friends were there. We didn't even get to see them. That's right. Gabby Kirshner was there. Christine Kupo. There were so many. Yeah, yeah. So it was cool. There was, um, uh, yeah, not only was, uh, uh, it, there was that that feeling of, like, it, it felt important. It felt it, like if you have anything to do with soccer in the New York area, you had to have been there. Yeah. Well, it, it's... Um, it's the place to be. Exactly. <laughs> Top five places to be in the city tonight. Seven <laughs> coolest places to see the Sky Blue take on Rain FC. So the... Uh, it, but it did feel... Uh, important and right and we I, I didn't sort of realize until after the after the game sort of the amount of work it took to one for Sky Blue to like basically convince um, New York Red Bulls to like let them use the stadium right I think it's it's apparently been a thing for a long time where they were in, they've been trying to like kind of have a, a stronger partnership and uh, and this was the moment that it happened and they were uh, they were they, they were not only happy but proud because you you see this is why sky blue fans and nwsl fans in, in general have to be like they have to press you right because yeah. it's like it, it it is it's year to year right they don't know if the league is going to be around the following year and things like that i mean the league is more stable but yeah they went through some real troubles as a club last year exactly so they have to and not even not just as a club but like the league itself i mean it, it, it's not certain ever, ever that the, the league is going to be back all the time it's only six years old right i think this is their sixth year or this is their seventh year hasn't been very long there hasn't been this this consistency so it does take that grassroots like uh, uh, you know, like hopping in your DMs, being like, yo, you going to be there or yeah. what? Oh, you a soccer fan, oh. you say. <laughs> well, let me ask you just one quick question. <laughs> so, uh, but it was cool to see. And uh, and it did, like I said, it did feel like significant and important it felt to special. a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. It Not was- just because we were there. It was because everyone else was. Not, so, and I want to I, I wanna point this out because we, we did get uh, uh, an awesome email. And we did bump into a lot of people that were like, we were walking around. And people were like, cool again and yeah, all this yeah, stuff. Yeah. Um, Remember the kid? The kid. So this is, we got an email from the kid. Uh, so the kid, Casey. So shout out to Casey. Shout out uh, to Casey. Casey. So thank you for um, for being a fan of the show. He is 12 years old. Shout out to your parents. Though. <laughs> because we, but the father's like, he's like, I, I'm sure my son's a big fan of your podcast. I'm sure you don't use any questionable language. <laughs> and I was like, that might be exclusively what we use. You know what? He's being a good kid because he's lying to his yeah, parents. <laughs> yeah. He's trying to save you the heartache of you hear our podcast. <laughs> but Casey sent uh, an email. You, I don't think you've seen this. Uh, that that was genuinely incredibly touching, and it was right. And I want to I want to read it because it was like really really cool. Um, he goes, uh, "Is it cool with us reading it?" Yeah, I mean, it's All fine. Right. It's just it's not that thing crazy. Okay. Uh, he says, uh, "Hi, I'm Casey. I met you at the Sky Blue game yesterday. Uh, I wanted to say thank you for the sticker and the picture." He says, "I also wanted to thank you for brightening my days." Uh, when I uh, this is actually I'm getting a little emotional. He goes. 
I want to thank you for brightening my days uh, when I've been bullied by other kids at school or I'm just generally feeling depressed and the Cooligans make me feel happy. I estimate I've listened to a little bit over 300 hours of Cooligans, including going back to day one, and I can't stress how important it is to me. Yo. I didn't see that. That's amazing. Yeah, it was uh, really, really Shouts cool. Shouts to you, Casey. Also, feel free to send us any information on the people that are bullying you. <laughs> and we will 100% roast those motherfuckers on our show. So, but um, so he, he finishes. And this is where I, this is great. He goes, lastly, I want to thank Christian for re- representing for all those with the voice of a, of a 12-year-old. <laughs> He's actually 12. <laughs> He's actually, so I got you back, bro. <laughs> And he goes, and Alexis for representing all those with the mind of one. Ah, oh, Casey! Casey roasting us. <laughs> <laughs> this is incredible. Casey's like, yeah, he's just, I, he's, he's learned a thing or two from 300 hours of <laughs> Cooligans content. Also, I can't think of anything worse for a brain that is developing than 300 <laughs> hours of our content. But shouts to Casey. Yeah, yo. shouts to Casey, man. Thank you. Yeah, it was great meeting you. And it's obviously like whenever we uh, people say hello to us, and uh, yeah, it's obviously very kind and and flattering and yes we get like when young people are listening to our show we're like all right why is our reaction always to apologize (laughs) like i'm so sorry i didn't realize (laughs) why would you do that (laughs) i feel like he's too young to have a phone (laughs) should be on the internet really maybe like we should put some parental guidelines or galaks (laughs) on this phone (laughs) i really it's really a question to the parents and the parenting (laughs) and his parents look so cool they were like hey our hey can hey we love you we're like I went to shake the dad's hand. He's like, no, him. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. So, Casey, uh, thank you, man. We uh, we appreciate the support. We love you. Thank Casey, you you're for, the best, dude. Yeah, man. Uh, you're an awesome kid, man. And, and there's no way he's not the coolest kid in his school. Certainly the gulliest. Well, doubt. I mean, that's, that's, that's how it works. So, uh, and so, yo, let us dox your bully. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, it's a 4chan podcast. <laughs> yo, we will send Gully Squad after your nah, bully. It's though. just like, yo, look, I always say when uh, I, I dealt with growing up I it's part of, like i dealt with some uh bullying and and as a me too and i felt so bad i had to do it you know what i mean no, i'm joking i know <laughs> but i um uh, this i think it's kind of why i you know developed a sense of humor you know you sort of it's a defense mechanism uh, but the best thing about school is that you'll be in a new school in a new like soon right where like right. you'll 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 get new friends and 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 everybody as like getting bullying and getting bullied is like this weird part of like figuring out like as long as it doesn't go too far yeah obviously a couple joking here and there it's like yeah but some people go too far they don't know what the where the boundaries are but it is good to see sort of how you react to you being the butt of a joke yeah i think that's always what i think that's you know part of you know when i grew up we did more like dozens you know i mean like where you we kind of sat around purposely making fun of each other just to see who was like the best at it and that's that was where i sharpened those tools that was my training those are my two days you know what i mean (laughs) sure you know and then i went to lunch and again that was the second part (laughs) of the two a day like man he is prepared for eating and making fun of people and now i do it for a living but that's kind of where like i learned like oh i have this skill set and like yeah i may not be able to fight the other person but i'll make fun of them so bad that they'll never want to do this to me you know what i mean sure so like yeah you develop those things so shouts to you shouts to everyone in school that's listening to us shouts to all of our youth 
uh, viewership. <laughs> the youth gully squad. Yo, the <laughs> development, the gully development squad. <laughs> the gully, gully, gully development academy. academy where, the where, GDA. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. <again. laughs> so, uh, yeah, hopefully we, you know, we, we, uh, the, the, the next generation yeah. is uh, more, more prepared. Well, uh, New York has with that blau Goshwe. We need to come up with like the your gully. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll get there. So Casey, again, thanks again, man. Uh, it's uh, cool, really cool to see and, uh, I, and we appreciate the support. So, uh, uh, but yes, we, uh, so uh, anything else from the end episode, Sky Blue, uh, one, one, uh, against the rain. No, just shouts to Kaylin Sheridan who had a great game. Yeah. She said hello to us. That we was cool. were, we were kind of up close and personal. Uh, forget, uh, groom. What was the name of she Shea looked? groom? Shea groom. When she got injured. Yeah. Took a collision with Carly Lloyd. I don't know if we were on camera or anything, but like the, 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 her stretcher went right past us. We yeah. kind of had to get out of the way. And I heard her say to the trainer, I mean, this hurts so bad. I've never, you forget the human element. Like there's something about like when an injury happens, you just don't really see the player react. Yeah. Cause you don't hear them. You don't hear them. So to you, it happens almost in a vacuum to see a player in so much pain. I wanted to be like, what are we doing? Just yeah, help yeah. her here. Stop the game. You know what I mean? It was like, it was shocking and it's, thank God she's doing better. She's doing better. Yeah. I, I, I actually, I made sure to go to like her Instagram to yeah. see if she, there were any updates. She got pizza. She can't she, be bad. She, got, she did get pizza. This Although like, did you read her update? She, I, her she, body did not react to any of the pain medication. Oh, I didn't so see she's that. just been in pain this whole time. So, so she so she fractured a rib and dislocated a rib. I so uh, and it, and it was a, a tough collision with Carly. Carly Lloyd's, you know, she's a she's a muscular, yeah. she's a solid lady. Yeah, right. And <laughs> she Shagram is, no is significantly smaller. Mm-hmm. Um, but the and someone initially, I thought like it was like a little bit of like a dirty play. But I, I I think they were both going up for a ball, and I think Carly Lloyd got pushed into her and maybe caught her in just like a bad spot on her ribs yeah. or whatever. Um, so yeah, it's unfortunate and, uh, it's part of the game. It's yeah. It's, uh, it's just, yeah, it's just, but she has the shade groom. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but, she, but she, she's apparently uh, going to be okay. According maybe to if you, maybe she could uh, come on the show. Take some time. <laughs> yeah, just from her hospital bed. Yo, like, yo, you don't tell think- the doctor to come back in 20 minutes. <laughs> I mean, when she's obviously out of the hospital, part of her recovery. Well, it was that obvious because I think the listeners heard you say that and they weren't sure you were obviously It was obvious saying- to me when I said it. <laughs> <laughs> the, to wait for her recovery. No, I mean, now. Let's get it right now. Oh, we have someone today? Okay, why, never mind. Why are you short of breath, Shay? <laughs> yo, answer the question when we ask it. <laughs> anyway... Uh, the, uh, so yeah, but, uh, it, it was a great time and yeah, one, one, um, and, and shouts to, uh, Risas, which, uh, had the blue, uh, empanadas, yep. uh, which the money went to, uh, fighting hard, which is a foundation for kids with uh, diseases. So look at that. Kids with diseases. That's it. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> you got disease. <laughs> you want empanadas? <laughs> you got the sniffles. We got a cherry. <laughs> it's a little bit more. Look it seems up, a bit more intricate. Look up fighting hard. It was, it's a very uh, significant and important charity. So anyway. Okay. So uh, let's give a, uh, um, uh, a shout out to our sponsor for today. Uh, Seat Geek. Looking Say out geek. Uh, for, for you. Uh, if any hey, look, we were talking about going to NWSL games. You want to go to? Uh, you wanted to get tickets to to, to this game for Sky Blue uh, or any MLS any, game or anything, any game or almost any event. So you can just uh, go download the SeatGeek app. Make sure you do that. We have it on our phones. And of whenever, course, whenever we want to go to some event, it's uh, it's incredibly simple. Just uh, uh, look up either an event in your area or yeah, uh, you can look it up based on where you are. You can look up specific events. Maybe you want to go to a comedy show where you are. Maybe you want to go to a concert. Maybe you want to go to MLS game and you want to go to an NWSL game, you could put that in there or you could just see what's available in your area. Maybe you're like, I've talked,
talked about this before. Maybe you're on a date and you're like, oh, this isn't going well. We need to be somewhere where we don't speak to each other. She, and keep, then, she keeps asking me for pictures <laughs> of my feet. <laughs> All right. It's well, a good I'm, date. <laughs> I'm not even wearing shoes. You specifically said for me not to wear shoes. But like, yo, if you get it, the first order, you put Cooligans in. I mean, you're going to get $10 off. $10 off. So use the promo code Cooligans and you will get $10 off. Yeah. Your first purchase on SeatGeek. It's a great app. It's a great simple. app. Get it. it. It's got the color code, so you know if it's a good deal or a great deal. You know, boom, ten bucks off. Even I, better deal. They should have one where a little Cooligans logo pops up. You guys, the best deal is the gulliest deal you're gonna get. Seeking programmers, I get on it. Get those guys tippity tapping <laughs> on that. Come on, you could do it, right? You're an IT guy. Get in there. That's it. Tickety tap. Tip tap. Tippity. Okay, so um, let's get to a more serious subject. Um, right. the, uh, especially uh, uh, that's been going on uh, the last couple of days. We we spoke about this recently. Uh, I um, thought we resolved it. I so, yeah, uh, yeah th- that's why the the cooligans exist to resolve uh, all. The, all, any tiffs that you may yeah, have, yeah. you know, this is like this is like family court for soccer issues. Exactly. <laughs> so the uh, um, let's talk about what. There's been a couple games that has been happening uh, all all over. Supporters are r- responding, um, you know, uh, aggressively to the the MLS sort of apolitical policy that they've uh, sort of been, you know, talking about recently, right? Uh, right. MLS, if you just if you haven't listened, if you want to catch up, MLS doesn't want to have any political signage uh, at games. They just want to kind of, you know, just not be one side or another or whatever. Yeah. And which is a fine stance to take if... I mean, yes hold and on. no. It's a fine stance to take if, you know, people, uh, uh, you know, so these right-wing activist people are not, like, punching Seattle Sounders fans on their way to games. So it, that, that's why we have a problem with it because you have to take a stance when there's clearly your supporters are under attack. Right. Right. So, and then, you know, people were wearing, like, people were waving like Trump paraphernalia at the, at the Timbers game. And they were asked like other fans were getting upset by it, which would, you know, again, you've, you've heard us speak. We would be too. (laughs) Exactly. Right. So like, I kind of understand it from a business point, uh, you know, uh, from business perspective, why you want to sort of wipe your hands of any liability for lawsuits by saying, you know what? No one can be political. You know what I mean? It's like a very corporate thing, but this is starting to feel very different. You know, over the last few weeks, it's starting to feel like, by taking non-political stands, you're actually helping what I want to call the bad side of the argument. You know, yeah. I don't think I stand out by saying that. Like, you know, when you have, you have like extreme right wing groups that are, that are forming around these games that are starting to infiltrate. And if you look back in history by not taking a stance early on is what caused for it to sort of spiral out of control in England and in other areas. And it's starting to happen again. Look at Russia where the fans have said like, well, we can't have a black player. We're a Russian team. And the team actually got rid of the black player because yeah, of that was, uh, was uh, what team was that? Zenit? I think it's Zenit. That's yeah. why I kind of stopped wearing my Zenit St. Petersburg Jersey, which is, you know, again, I have stuff that matches it. <laughs> really. This is the issue. You're really <laughs> damaging his wardrobe. I know. Come on. Yo, I ain't got many things that fit my guy. <laughs> um, but you look at sort of, you look at the stances that have taken, you look at some of the hooliganism that's coming back into the game. You look at sort of the structure of hooliganism that's in Russia, where we were talking about this against the English fans and stuff. This kind of stuff doesn't go away on its own. It needs to be focused on, yeah. you know, and we're starting to see the government take more of a focus on, you know, domestic terrorism and, and extreme right wing uh, hatred online and, and, you know, uh, gun policy and things like this. If you're not going to change the laws, then some of the people that are using those laws, 
badly are going to start to be found. And we're starting to see those things as a, as a league. You can't just be Switzerland about it. You can't. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's difficult to be yeah neutral, uh, with this stuff. Um, so I, but MLS is taking a, this is the position that they're taking, but it's also they, kind of, it's kind of hypocritical if you have like army appreciation week and you have yeah. rainbow numbers on your back for LGBTQ. I don't know if it's a week or a month. I forget what they do, but if you're going to have those focuses, those are political. If your fans can't well, do see, it. I, I would disagree. I, to me, it's like those feel oh, well, a military. Yes. But LGBT is just like a human rights thing. It's just like more, just like inclusive. Sure. I, I mean, it, it's a thing, uh, you know, you can call it political. Anybody can call it political because because those things are politicized, and for those people, right? Sure. They, laws are taken away if, if uh, you know, for for uh, gay people, transgender people, things like that. So yeah. that their their lives are inherently political, right? <clears throat> But the 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 effort to include th- th- doesn't sound like it, right? But and and I'm making this a point to just say the uh, like the the signage that is being removed from games, like people are being thrown out. This happened with, for Atlanta United. A, co- a couple of Atlanta United fans were they they, they had the banner, they had the, either the Iron Front logo or the or the end gun violence banner. That- I think it was the end gun violence banner. But they were thrown out. It was the two sticks, right? Somebody with two sticks got thrown out. Um, and then people who filmed that dude getting thrown out or, or woman getting thrown out were banned for a year for filming police procedure, I guess. I, I don't know the details, but just like, but this is how MLS is choosing to handle this, where like they, there, there has to be some, uh, this is a difficult issue because the, the, the stance of nobody gets uh, to, poli- you know, to, put up any signage it's not going to work because uh, and especially when you're uh telling people to uh, you know remove a sign that says end gun violence it what it's like what are you implying that you are for gun violence uh it just seems a little absurd yeah. uh, these things are sort and here's the other thing too a lot of times it's security teams that aren't full like you know i mean these aren't mls front office officials that are say going up to you and removing you. You know what I mean? Yeah. These are security people that they don't know. And a lot of times it's NFL security, which are super harsh because they're not used to fan displays this way. Sure. You know, they would, here we go. Defense. Here we, this is the most they do in NFL yeah. games. No offense to NFL fans. Here we go. Defense. Yeah, defense. What? I love that chant. You know, all, all the- <laughs> Come on, you defenders. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like it's a, remember like when people would have the D in the fence. Yes. You know what I mean? People like that guy were, not allowed to bring it into NBA games at first. Like they're not used to TIFOs and things like this. Yeah, yeah. Remember, uh, you know, in Minnesota when the TIFO broke, the guy standing next to me, he's like, I told him not to do that stupid big banner. You know what I mean? Like they don't know. They, they're not aware of what the, the culture the, the, is. This is where if I was running MLS, right. And, and this is where what I would you do. What would I do? <laughs> what would you do if you were running? MLS? If I was, I, I would kind of uh, do everything I can to differentiate myself from other American sports. Right. Uh, let's so, And I think of Gary Goldman. Gary Goldman is a great stand-up comedian, uh, and he, he's been putting up the Goldman. Very pro-gun violence. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> he's been putting up the Goldman tips, or he, he gives uh, comedians and writing tips, writing tips on on, on how to like uh, you know how one to a write, day on how, Twitter, how, how to kind of um, move your career forward and things like that. And one of the things he mentioned was about um, not worrying about other another comedian's success. Like uh, another comedian succeeding opens up a lane for your whole industry, right? So that that you. Can can possibly like get in right eyes on your own paper if you will and uh and that's how i think mls should s- sort of uh handle this where it's like 
You yeah, MLS should not worry about comedians succeeding. What are they doing? Exactly. But they should, um, <laughs> they, they can, that, that hit. So his main focus was don't try to, don't worry about their success. Worry about being different. And this is an opportunity for MLS. Soccer is, it's almost impossible to separate politics and the sport. Especially historically. Everywhere else. And also, like, there, there's record of what's happening these days. Yeah. You know, be on the right side of history here. You know what I mean? The Iron Front, as far as I know, I've certainly not done a lot of research or any, uh, but as far as I know is that was the group that started to counter the Nazi movement inside of Germany, which was, it seems like some pretty brave souls. Yeah. If you ask me, that doesn't seem like the kind of thing I should stand against. Correct. And there's also a reason it's happening. It's not just, be, they don't want to just, they're not putting that there because like, oh, this will be fun. Yeah. These aren't like vote for Hillary. They're signs. putting it up there because there are actual people. Nazis. That, that are like. You know, white genocide and, and you know, send them back to where they can't. These people are going to soccer games and they're making it difficult for uh, the, uh, they're making it re- realistic. They're making it difficult for the people that don't want to. They don't want to politicize anything. Right. They just they really just want to, like, spread love and, and, and show and be inclusive. Yeah. And and by uh, by banning this symbol, by being, uh, uh, you know, uh, very um uh, penalizing these people so harshly, uh, you're you're. It's not a good look. I mean, there's no it's real also other like, way to put what it. What is the message you're sending? You know what I mean? Like, especially in the world we live in, where every little thing gets dissected in these little message boards that they all have. Yeah. Like, if you're banning people from doing the Iron Front, that's telling these all right groups like, oh, they're they're on our side. You know what I mean? And this causes more of a stir. I per- personally, I don't understand how this is a big deal. And I don't understand how any lawyer would be against this. This would be a lawsuit I'd be willing to take on if I were a league myself to be like, no, nah, we're going to stand on the right side. of Like, yeah, and I get it. I get the, like what uh, Portland Timbers put out and said, like, fine, you can wear shirts, but you can't have large banners because Antifa has had physical altercations in the past. Yeah, that's true. Whether they've been instigated by the other side or not, I get that point. I understand it. And this is legitimately just a liability. The team goes away if they get sued. You know what I mean? Like if, if they get sued for too much, like that's just what it is. You know what yeah. I mean? There's liabilities involved. I kind of, it's as difficult to pill as that is to swallow. You have to understand that this is more than just like, we should be allowed. You should be allowed to do it, but there's lawsuits that can happen. So how do you protect the club itself so that we can continue to have go somewhere and have a good time? May, I may not agree with it, but I understand where they're coming from. Putting up something that says end gun violence, putting something that says anti-fascist, putting up something that says like, you know, love all like those types of things. I, I don't understand yeah, the don't, message I, you're sending by not allowing that. I don't know. I don't know what to fight. It. I think it, it's to uh, hopefully avoid and inst- like inciting some sort of violence, which is like, you know what they're trying to do? Like, remember when like your mother and father or your mother and your sibling would argue and you just got up and left the room. Like if I ain't here, yeah, I can't get involved like, in this. If, if a sign that says end gun violence incites Violence. It's it's not the person that has the sign who is the problem, right? Right. So like we have to be realistic. In fact, that he's asking or she's asking <laughs> for this to end. Yeah. So look, and, and a lot of people uh, are. It's a lot of supporters are angry and they're upset. And uh, you know, Portland Timbers put out a statement trying to like figure out a way to like handle this because the cl- I'm not necessarily even frustrated with the clubs themselves. This is a league. Policy league decision. It, this is uh, going to be handled by uh, realistically by MLS and by the uh, the Independent Supporters Council, right? But we, you know, we Bailey Brown 
we, we, we were in Dallas and we got to meet all the supporters, uh, all the heads of all the supporters groups, and they really talk about plans. And, and, I, and I want to, if, for the people who don't know me, a casual kind of soccer fan, th- there's a lot of people doing a lot of hard work really trying to not only make the game day experience fun for you, but they have to... Safe. Yeah, they, make it, they try to make it safe. They, they uh, organize a lot of stuff with the front, office, front offices uh, uh, of every team. There's an unbelievable amount of bureaucracy that goes into small things. Yeah. You know, if you want to put up a TIFO, it takes it takes building a, a sort of a, a, a communal relationship with those front offices. And those are things that are very hard to manage, especially if you're just supporters. These people have jobs. Yeah. They're like, their career isn't being a supporter. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like these are people that are trying to do other things throughout their day and then also keep up this great relationship and this great sort of camaraderie with this front office person who sometimes changes often. You know, like there's a lot that goes into it. And for the front office person, yeah, it's a lot to now mitigate this extra stuff that they want to do and make sure that it's all within the bounds and whatnot. I'm not saying that that's not the case. It's just that there's an incredible amount of work that goes into all of that. It takes a lot of effort. Now that all of a sudden have these things where like you're putting all this effort into getting something and that seems innocuous, seems like something we could all agree on. If somebody held up a sign that said puppies are cool and you're like, get that guy out of here, we'd be like, what are you trying to say? I'm all of a kitten. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Me out of here. <laughs> So that, it's going to be a lot. A, uh, that, that's where I think the conversation is going to is, is more crucial, but not, not really between. I mean, the, obviously, the, with the supporters and their clubs is significant, but the clubs are they you know, the clubs are like my hands are tied. I work for MLS. I'm a, I'm a part of this system. This these are the rules that they've given us. And these are the rules that, that we're supposed to follow. Uh, so the, it's like. We, you can get mad at the clubs themselves, but they're, it's like they're, 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 they're the mouthpiece for what the league sort of tells It's a single entity. Yeah, exactly. They're all, this is all MLS. You know what I mean? You, especially uh, Portland Timbers fans would love to think Portland Timbers. It's, dude, that's part of MLS. Like, yeah. There's nothing that the club can actually do. And in fact, I feel like they've gone further than, than what they probably yeah, were the, told to do. I they, think that I, I think when it comes to the, the connection, especially with Timbers Army and the the they know that you know the, the Timbers Army is incredibly organized and they have a seat at the table. Yeah, and they and they they can sort of they have to they have to communicate clearly. To and them. here's the other thing: we don't know this, we've not confirmed this, but just from having met a bunch of people that work for that organization, a lot of these organizations they don't want to have to say these things. They don't want to have to tell you can't have those banners. As from human to human. They would love they're, they're, everyone we've ever met that works for the front office or for any team or for the league is a relatively warm and open person and they want inclusiveness and they want everyone as long as you're for everyone they want you to be able to go to the games they would love for all these banners to go up yeah but there's there, there's an overarching is, you know yeah the, I think the only way and I you know it's it's unfortunate but it, this this the only way to kind of uh, make your voice heard is probably like the like you know in Liverpool when they walked out in like the 60th minute or things yeah. like that like ticket prices didn't go up yeah you know and and you we sort of already seen a lot of uh mls supporters like not spending money at concessions and things like that so they it's something has to happen this this neutral stance is not getting anybody anywhere no so uh you know MLS and it's just going to continue to look bad it's going to compound and come and compound and compound if you just keep kicking out people that are holding up signs for things that are positive i just don't get it and gun violence does not seem like something that i would get kicked out of a of a thing maybe like if you're like 
in the background of Good Morning America, they'd be like, oh, that's not family friendly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe. I, I can't imagine that either. It's just, I, I look, if I was running Maybe at, a, at a gun show. All right. <laughs> Enough with that. Yeah. Whoa, hey. don't, don't bring that negativity here. Well, buddy, we're trying to make sales. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to get a boat, which is I, bulletproof. I'm just saying, I don't know. If, if, to me, as, a, as a, a soccer fan, I would say just yo, lean in hard into this stuff. Lean in into into this uh this you know very kind of left some clubs will be more left wing than others some will have more signage but you see it in germany all the time where they're like they're, there's like some politician that says something dumb and there's a giant sign that this damn you know ridiculous person they, yeah. they make fun of him call him a nazi if he says something incredibly insane or whatever but they they, they the supporters have a voice that 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 part of like the the players they they're there to support the players they're they're there to support the club and and the experience between politics and uh and 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 the sport that they love is very much uh they go hand in, in hand. intertwined yeah so for sure. I, I, I would, why can't MLS be that why let NFL get mad at the players kneeling and let them be all that and when just lean harder into it that that's how I would handle it because it's like yeah some people are gonna be bothered some people are gonna be upset with it but in in the long if you were looking at the long game the long game the, the, these millennials are not gonna be they're not we're not trending more conservative no. So just be that. And that, that's where the guap is, in my opinion. You try to find a guap, we just found it for you. <laughs> We're like those hogs that find truffles, my guy. <laughs> okay, whatever. <laughs> that's not a reference you get? <laughs> Only the? certain pigs can find the truffles very expensive. Okay. I didn't know that. I didn't know what the... The pigs become very expensive. The truffle uh, uh, practice. Tim said this Torpedo Moscow hired and then fired a black player. I don't think you hire and fire, but uh, signed and I guess traded away or, uh, uh, you know, broke the contract. And uh, Zenit St. Petersburg did the same thing. So, okay. Well, we don't, we don't want that here, right? No. Clearly. Uh, Leave it in Russia. Okay. So a, a couple of things, and then we'll, uh, we'll talk about uh, a couple of the games, uh, uh, the major league soccer games that, uh, that we checked out. The um, uh, this was a this is a nice in better news in more more fun American soccer news. Uh, I just saw this was on Twitter. Uh, Forward Madison are going to be they they had uh, posted for their next game. They invited uh, a, a star, a celebrity, to to get people again more hyped up and excited about the game. I mean, the stars all come out for Forward Madison <laughs> because um, uh, so his uh, his name is Leslie David Baker is going to be attending the game. But you may better know him as Stanley from the Office. Stanley from the Office, which is amazing. Oh my God! And I love the the if you if you don't follow Forward Madison uh, on Twitter, please do so uh, because they are they're again they're they're just they have a very fun uh, you know take on uh, not only just their team and soccer and their kits and everything, but they have uh, they're very much selling themselves as like we're we're the fun team out here in uh, in Wisconsin. So come uh, so come check it out. But yes, he's. He's gonna, it's just such an obscure, it's such a strange, you, you don't really see this from, uh, does he live in the area? I have no idea. I hope so. Maybe they, I hope they maybe they're flying him out. Who knows? Maybe just, he's, he's, he's going to ride in on a flamingo. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So that'd be really cool. Um, but it's, it's a, it's just a cool thing to see. I don't know. There's just like, it not really, dope. it's just like, oh, okay, cool. They're like, they're there. This is how you connect with supporters. You You're just- going to have one of the funniest characters on the most watched show on all of Netflix. Oh, really? Is that what it is? Okay. Yeah. 
It's the number one show and on Netflix. And it's leaving. It's leaving. It's yeah. leaving. Yeah, because it's going to... Uh, it's going to Ford Madison. They're going <laughs> to... It's the only way you can watch it. <laughs> okay, you got to subscribe to Ford Madison. Uh, no, but it's going to... Uh, NBC is starting their own thing, or Hulu's starting uh, their Disney own. Plus? Is that theirs? No, that's no, ABC. That's uh, ABC, yeah. So where's it's got, it's it's leaving Netflix? I think in like in a couple months. So yeah. Uh, but I I can't. I, can you watch a series over again? Like it's, it, you know, The Office is like seven, eight seasons. I, I can't. I can't like watch it. I'm over. Not the whole thing. No, but there's a couple episodes that I love that I'll pick up. Shows like this, I I can't. I can't watch it on Netflix. But I can like if it's on TV, I'll watch it again. But I can't like. Go, you know, pull out the DVD collection of Seinfeld and start watching a random Seinfeld episode. Well, no, like IT Crowd, I could watch the whole thing over, but it's also like they do six episodes a season. Exactly. After. That's, that's re- like, that's reason. It's one regular season in America, four or five years of there. So, this- so that's going to be great seeing Stanley at the Ford Madison game. So I can't wait to uh, check that out. Did you, speaking of, uh, by the way, Cristian Polanco, um, did you see this talk sport thing? Yes, I did. I mean, what? Okay. Do you have any thoughts? Can you tell? I mean, yeah. Can you tell you you're bringing up the story when you tell people what the story is? So, Talksport is a, uh, I guess it's a radio, uh, and and uh, it's like a radio program in Europe, which they've had like some incidences of. I'm not sure if it was racism or something. I forgot. I remember Hugh Wizzy got a show on there, and he made it a big point to be like, I want to change the culture. I don't know what it is. Okay. So I, I don't, we don't get it here, but it seems like just a bunch of people, a bunch of British people talking about sports. So it's probably not the most positive place. <laughs> um, but this is what talk sport drive, which I don't know who, who the announcers are. Um, but this is what they said. They actually tweeted this out. Like, yeah, they were they quoted kinda, it themselves. They're kind of proud of themselves. They're very proud. This. Like, very what we did here. This feels like a very Brexity uh, radio show. Uh, when commentators pronounce names expertly, Correctly. That's uh, I'm going to read their quote. When commentators pronounce names expertly correctly, it does my head in. It might be right, but nobody says that. Just say it how it's meant to be said in this country. Yeah. So we've uh, you've seen clips, uh, uh, particularly of Max Bredos, and we we have an interview with Max Bredos coming soon that we, we where he covers this. Where we subject. sort of have this uh, kind of conversation, but where people get mad at him for saying the names correctly, like he he'll say, he'll say the the. Uh, the, the the Hispanic names of the Spanish speaking players of, yeah. of Latin descent, he'll uh, pronounce it the way it's supposed the to be way pronounced. pronounced to be, yeah. That we can do because we speak Spanish. And we can roll our R's, all okay. right? My guy, we okay. got it. Okay, Maximiliano Bretos. <laughs> okay, now I'm not yelling at him. He does it correctly. <laughs> Everyone else. What kind of insanity? So if you haven't seen it, it's on our Twitter. Uh, you can check it out. So the, And it is from TalkSport. And it is, uh, just to describe what it is, it is the, the, the host basically saying that don't say them, don't say the names correctly because you sound silly. You sound say, silly saying it. Like right. if you said uh, like Mohammed Salah, I don't know the exact. Yeah, he'd be like, no, nah, say Mohammed Salah because that's the way we say it. Yeah, who the hell are you? <laughs> yeah, you telling people how to say the name? I, oh, I wish I knew this dude's name so I can mess it up. Like I understand the um, the uh, sort of the, the the take of like if you want to. You know, you didn't grow up with that language. The the the, the saying that the player's name might be a little bit difficult. Like if you have that perspective, like I understand. Like here's you, the thing: try, sure. You can. Or if the player says, like, you know, sometimes people want to bring me up to stage and they'll be like, "It's Alexis," and I'm like, "You're gonna 
hurt your tongue. Don't you dare yeah. just say Guerreros. I'm okay with it. I've said it's okay. Yeah. You, I've introduced myself as Alexis Guerreros. I don't need you to go Alexis Guerreros every time. You're not going to be able to do it. It's going to sound stupid, and then I have to go up there and clean that mess up. Okay. And there's going to be spit all over the mic. You don't <laughs> know how to roll your tongue. I get it. There's some situations where they're fine. Maybe you don't need to throw in the lift in there, okay? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe he's okay with it. <laughs> sure. And, and, and th- that conversation, obviously, is probably had with, uh, between the journalists and the players. But they were making weird... Um, I, I just hate the that guy's they were name so, is Adrian Durham. I, I hate that they were so proud of themselves for for this perspective. Shit take. This is like it's just a it's annoying. They're like um, they use a point like um, uh, Fernandinho, right? Like and and he would say Fernandinho, right? Yeah. Like a little bit a little softer on the D, right? Like it has almost like a G to it. Yes. Thing. And they're like, well, no, why would you say? It? Just say it the way. Like it's just like. Well, if, if he wants his name said correctly, then that's how you would say it. Don't be like, you're, you're a clown. I'm going to say your name the way oh, I want to say it. What do we got to say it the way your mother said it? <laughs> like, yeah. Th- that is not the take to have. You, I understand it might be difficult. It might, and also, it's not disrespectful to say Fernandinho if you don't know it's Fernandinho. Where it becomes wrong is to be like, yo, why are you going to make us try to say it like that? Why? Why have that, why have that take at all? It's just so unnecessary. And uh, you sound... you. you you sound mildly bigoted. You sound yeah, like mildly. Uh, <laughs> like I ain't got time for your weird ass <laughs> mad syllable names. Ew, son. <laughs> no, but like, and look, and it means a lot because, especially the Premier League is is the most popular league in the world, right? And and the way people say they're like, it's heard all over the world. For me, like. Hector Bellerin, when I hear that, I know it's wrong. Right. But I constantly hear Hector Bellerin when I know it's Bellerin. It's Bellerin. And that's like, it just, it feels weird to like, you you get conditioned. Yeah. But also, he's okay with it. And, exactly. And, and that's where, like, if, if you know, Lacazette wanted you to pronounce it more of a French way, I, I, why is it that hard? Like, we've done media stuff where they hand you these, like, thousand pages stapled together. We're, we're again, we're comedians. You don't need to waste it on us yeah but part of it is they have like the little phonetic pronunciation of each player's name next to it so it's like you know like the way like when i first started hosting comedy shows i'd be like all right christian Belanco, i would write it out the way i would know to say it as opposed to the way it's spelt and then remember the pronunciation of it you know mm-hmm. what i mean like i would write it the way it sounds and that's fine just so i get the name out correctly it's not that difficult. I don't understand why it does your head in. I'd love to do your head in. Okay. Oh, I nice. flames. Oh, bro. Bars. You didn't know you were, <laughs> what you walked into, bro. I, you in my house now. We're going to do it the way we do it in this country. <laughs> it's just such a dumb thing. It's like, you don't have to. All you're doing, you know what that is? That's just like, that's like all the old British guys who like the, 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 like the guys who used to be members of firms and stuff. They're like, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to say it the way you say it where you're from. It's re- it's it, it sounds a little. Um, oh, so you just want to say it incorrectly? No, yeah, it's just it sounds a little bit like uh, you know, uh, you know, people getting like there's more than two genders. Yeah, yeah, you know, uh. it's just uh, I'm not I'm not gonna change the way I speak. How yeah. many bathrooms we gonna have? <laughs> Whatever. It's just like who cares, man? It's just like also we're from New York, like. Most bathrooms we go to, it's one bathroom for everybody. Exactly. And I, I go straight to the glory hole. That's you know, right. right? 
<laughs> where, if there's not a second bathroom, where's that hole coming from? There's a real question that we got to ask. I don't ask any questions. None whatsoever. <laughs> so, uh, yes, a, a dumb thing from England. Just another dumb thing. Okay. So <laughs> well, that's a segment we can do every week. Dumb thing from England. What's another dumb thing from England? <laughs> so um, last couple of things. The, um, the, oh, uh, Onel Hernandez. Uh, uh, you mean Arnold? Arnold. <laughs> Arnold Hernandez. <laughs> Uh, right, talk sport. The first Cuban player we uh, had mentioned it before. Injured. Plays for Norwich. Uh, Norwich City. He um, Norwich. Norwich. They love it when we That's say that. That's how we say it here, bro. <laughs> um, he gets so he's injured, and and reports said he was gonna, he was going to be out for three months. How did he get injured? Because he he was not injured at the game. He was not injured during training. He stepped on a healing crystal. <laughs> this happened in all of us. He straight up. Alexis was injured at home. Uh, this at Cubans. Yeah, <laughs> like to, twins. They need to stay in like a hotel room, or they can't be home. No <laughs> sympathy pain, bro. <laughs> he felt it. You know. So, uh, uh, Onel Hernandez, first Cuban player. Gets his first minutes in the Premier League. We're all excited. He slipped on some ropa vieja. <laughs> next, the next week, he hurt, he hurts himself at home. At home. At home. A domestic injury. Psh, all hate right? to see it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if it was his his Cuban wife smacking him across the head. <laughs> Pero que coño, <laughs> muchacho coño, qué estás haciendo? ¿Quién te dijo? Because <laughs> so injury at home and and um her injures his I believe MCL, gonna be out for two months. Well, it wasn't listed. It was officially listed as a fuacata. He Did was <laughs> that was the, yeah the or uh, un cocotazo. Uh, imagine talk sport <laughs> you talk, talking about those injuries. Uh, yeah, right? I a, saw him. Player years ago. <laughs> what is uh yeah, how they can describe out six to eight weeks before a fuake time? Uh, uh, <laughs> this is a bit confusing. Yeah. Coco Tasso. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard of this, but it seems serious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the uh angel the oh, just really comical, even. How you got you're a hero in Cuba. Hero. And Changing the game forever. Exactly. But also shouts to him for being the first injured Cuban player in the <laughs> Premier League. I would break him records, baby. Okay, look at that. Uh, impressive. Setting standards. So, yeah, we were, I was looking to see him in the, uh, the next game because uh, uh, Norwich uh, won the game, got a, a, a hat trick from Timu Puki. Yeah, Puki. Okay, I know okay. him. I know him. Yo, that's Puki from, from 137. <laughs> from right? around the way? <laughs> oh, I know him. I <laughs> tell myself what's up. Gets <laughs> a hat trick. That could have been one of those goals. That hat trick could have been for Onel Hernandez. It could have been a brace and uh, Onel Hernandez be the first goal scorer. All right, but now we got to, we're gonna have to wait a couple a few more weeks for that. We got a six to eight weeks okay. just waiting for the first Cuban goal <laughs> we, in Premier League history. We're, we're waiting to see it, so it'll be great. Um, all right, so let's talk about a couple of um, a couple of the matches that happened last week. Um, the there was uh, let's talk about the Campeones Cup first uh, that happened last uh, Wednesday uh, after we recorded. Right, right. the um, Atlanta United. Wins three to two against Club America. First time, uh, I mean, it's only been two years that the Campeones Cup has existed, but it's already. But that's it. It's the most tied. significant. It's tied one one. That's okay? it, baby. Uh, MLS uh, gets a victory. Atlanta United wins this game three to two in one of the one of the uh, better soccer games I've seen this year. Yeah, uh, incredibly entertaining game. Uh, just we had penalties. Uh, just a lot of controversy. But more than anything, they both wanted to win this game. Yo, uh, what's his name? Bioho was on the sideline. Yeah. Going nuts. He got a yellow card. I've never seen a coach get a yellow card. 
Wait, they usually get reds or what? Just red? Yeah, you get thrown yeah, out of the game. It. No one's like, buddy. Tata da, uh, for Mexico has already gotten two yellow cards in, in during the Gold Cup. Remember, he missed the game. He got suspended one game because he got two yellow cards in the Gold Cup. Really? Yeah. Right. Like, I guess I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> well, yeah. You know what? Alexis doesn't actually watch soccer. He's just <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> not really interested. He's not, just, a, not a big fan of the sport. He's more concerned about what Cuban people are doing around the world. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, if he was the first lacrosse <laughs> professional player, this would be a lacrosse podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but it, it, it was really, really cool to see um, that not, more than the, 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 uh, how entertaining the game was, but that both teams, and this is how, I, you you know, and this is why I love because we were talking about for weeks about how Atlanta and all the players were like frustrated with the style of play that Frank DeBoer is uh, uh, kind of implementing. And all of a sudden, it just uh, Frank DeBoer must have been like, hey, you know, he must have been watching a lot of Liga MX games. He's like, play like those guys. Yeah. Uh, Ooh, why do we do this? <laughs> why do we do this? Because they, they actually don't even really care about defense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't mind winning five to four. Because <laughs> this game was just in, just so back and forth where there was like almost no defensive it philosophy. It looked like they were playing in a Yankee Stadium because I'm like, all, how are they already in the final? third but th- this is this is why league imx is is like such a popular league right uh the yes the players the quality is there but re- realistic defending is not not a, it's not a strong point it's not the strong point but there there's some good defenders there oh incredible quality is there but it doesn't seem to be many of them on the, each <laughs> each of the team they don't clear they don't prioritize that no and there's, there's no way that like the that the 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 league the, the heads of the league are like you know th- this is the, this is the the brand of soccer that we want to put no. out into the world they, they saw th- england in the 90s and they're like we don't want to do this no no not, that's the has no. no interest whatsoever no. and uh, and, but what if we did the exact opposite? <laughs> but it's great to see, right? Like this is, uh, it, it's nice. I watched s- Nicaxa versus Santos. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, there was a lot, of sh- a lot of shots, not a lot of scoring, but it was so back and forth. I'm like, this is exciting. Yeah, that that's the sort of thing where I think um, Mexican like players, like uh, growing up in Mexico, like the it, the philosophies that are taught are uh, clearly a bit more. They're not as like technical as brazil no um, but they're Brazil's not, more midfielder yeah and they but they're not they're clearly not as um the d- d- defensively minded as like american kids growing up not, right yeah. you know what i mean it's just like like have some swag and mm. out swag the other team yeah also like take a couple shots from wherever the hell you want <laughs> some of these people are just i'm like there were players open <laughs> <laughs> yeah and it, but it was great to see atlanta united be able to keep up yeah. in that mentality and and not be stuck in like let's let's have our mentality and and play the way we play it's like let's play our game they're like no Let's play their game yeah. and do it at them. at them, right? Yeah. And, and shouts to a Mexican team finally folding at the end. It's always us. Yeah. It's always an American team that somehow dies at the se- at the last second. Now, yo, they fell apart. Exactly. Uh, and uh, it, yeah, awesome. See, I mean, really, uh, there's a, a bunch of great moments, but we have to talk about Jeff Lorenowitz's goal in the 59th minute. Uh, no, uh, golazo. Go- that was say it the way we say it in this country <laughs> because that was a straight out Mexican yeah. golazo. Oh, man. Wow. I did not know. It's just like I always say. I'm like, yo, I didn't know Jeff Lorenowitz had that feature. Yeah, okay? no, man. <laughs> I just bashed a bunch of buttons together. <laughs> I didn't think you could do I that. Mean, it did take a deflection but it was it was going in it was going it was going to give the keeper some trouble yeah no it was going in it was fine he, was, he shot a rocket beautiful it was amazing uh and and yeah like just like so yeah they held on and it was a, there was a second yellow uh that um uh club america player uh got but 
<laughs> they just play confidently and and uh, and impressive and, and especially going into that game against uh Portland yeah. and where they rematch of the MLS Cup from last and year, they yeah. played incredibly well there as well so it's like Atlanta the team that were we thought was falling apart they had this uh, a very tough start are are looking I, I looking like they might repeat MLS Cup I mean I, I they, they've been looking the last couple of weeks they've looked incredible yeah my dark horse is completely falling apart so <laughs> obviously falling apart just not as consistent as before yeah. but they're still pretty they're, they're still doing pretty well San Jose is doing well they're uh, in sixth place they're doing all right so uh yeah a great game uh, uh and congrats uh, Atlanta United win more stuff uh so Let's uh let's talk about uh let's talk about a couple games. Just go go down the line real quick. Uh, FC Cincinnati against NYCFC. Um, FC Cincinnati scores first, um, but and they're like, all right, you guys take it from here. <laughs> let's uh let's up uh, let's do let's let's be all Cincinnati yeah. after in in the second half and um. Couple issues. James Sands injured in this game. Uh, he had hurt his hand already. Couldn't brace himself, so now he injured his collarbone. Collarbone, which is uh, just unfortunate. Young kid, one of the kind of uh, becoming one of the more reliable center back. Kind of snubbed in the U twenty World Cup. Yeah, uh, people so. were uh, kind of. He was definitely upset with that. He was a, he's a starting center back in an MLS team and does not get called in uh, to the U twenty World Cup, which is kind of makes insane. zero sense. Um, but it looks like he's going to be out. I, th- I believe uh, Glenn Crook reported he is going to be out I think six to eight weeks so this is maybe be back for playoffs maybe who knows um, but just unfortunate uh, to, to see it so uh, but the star of this game had to be uh, Tati Castellanos and Eber also two braces in a row yes Tati Castellano um, yes and then and, and Eber got a, a brace Castellano well, Castellano, yeah, that's what it's called. I, who is it? There's somebody that calls him Castellanos on some broadcast. I don't know who, but it was. It's like, man, you know what? Oh, you know what? Just enrages me when people <laughs> say empanada. Wow! Wow! <laughs> Never. Heard that one. I, it happens really? all the time. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I love empanadas. I'm like. Okay, well, what? Who, whose birthday is it? I don't know. <laughs> what, what's inside of it? Imagine just like minced meat full. <laughs> Yo, that'd be a dope pinata. That's a hell of a dope pinata. Why is Alexis lining up tortillas <laughs> underneath the pinata? Oh, that would be. M pinata. Uh, just, uh, just like a soppy pinata. <laughs> you know, remember the ones you pulled the string? It's just like cheese sticks you pull. <laughs> I can't. It, uh, it noise empanada. Yes, the uh, I'm, I'm allowing you to say it the American way. You don't even have to go like empanada. Nah, man. I, just, I think a Colombian comes out and slaps you if yeah, you say empanada. Yeah. <laughs> so the uh, the the game, uh, yeah, it was just like the uh, second half sort of capitulation from Cincinnati. They home away. Uh, uh, just a, te- a very flawed team. They have the new coach, uh, Ron Jans. Ron Jans. You saw, I saw him in the... the Sounds in- like porn name, doesn't it? <laughs> it is now. <laughs> Ooh, Ron Jans. <laughs> so the, um, uh, I saw him at, at halftime talking and just like clearly so, sort of, uh, yeah, the, the frustration with his team is just like, yeah. you know, not sort of trying hard enough, not fig- not not communicating. The, the chemistry is not there. There's a lot of, you see the the... Uh, the the bo- bad body language from a lot of the FC Cincinnati players, a lot of like, sh- uh, you know, sh- hands on the hips, slapping their, you know, yeah, when, bad body ba- language, bad for sure. You know, it's when, gonna take a while to fix what's happened. So hopefully, but the fans are great. 
Uh, yes, Ron Jans. Uh, is here to fix it, baby. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> He's going to deliver some pizza. <laughs> so, uh, so next up. You just got jammed. <laughs> <laughs> so, the next game uh, to talk about. Oh, Montreal against FC Dallas. Insane. Uh, game 3-3 draw. Montreal, uh, they, a team that needs points. And they and they dropping them at the, at just absolutely inopportune uh, times. But the I, I think the uh, kind of the big takeaway here was that the 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 game tying goal from none other than Ryan Ryan Hollingshead, uh, uh, top of his uh, Wikipedia. Formerly on Cooligan's podcast <laughs> as a guest. That's right. I mean, it's his biggest credit. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so, by the way, somebody put, like, can you have on one of our strikers on Twitter? Did you see this? I did see this. This is one in the morning. <laughs> and I responded, I thought he said stickers. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I'm confused. You want some of our stickers? You want to give us your stickers? And the person responded, I put this is from Cooligan's. And he responded, read it again, Alexis. <laughs> he knew it was me. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. We. This is going to be, this is a, 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 a group effort to try to help him with his his reading and writing skills. It was so goddamn funny when I read it and I was like, God damn it. This is he what- said, read it again, Alexis. Because this is what I deal with. It legitimately made me laugh out loud. I'm trying to find the name of the person who did it. It was so goddamn funny. I just like, damn it, they got me. Because I thought, I, I thought it, first of all, it's very, very late. It was like one in the morning. Cisco. Cisco underscore TX. Would it matter what time of day it was? I don't think so. <laughs> Shouts to you, Cisco. That was super funny. You just put read it again, apostrophe Lexus, period, LOL. It was perfect. Shouts uh, to you, Cisco. The uh but yeah, no. That dong, the dong, dong, dong. <laughs> the the uh you know, Montreal uh up three goals. Uh, uh on, You're fine, on right? There's no come on, man. There's like there's no there's excuse. no coming back from that. There's no coming back. Well, one from of that. them, one of the teams has packs and pomicle on it. <laughs> uh, and yeah, it is what it is, man. Uh, the FC Dallas are, are they, yeah, look like you you like seeing uh, that never quit, that never die attitude. And FC Dallas are definitely it's it's just, uh, I feel like look compared the team compared from last year to this year, new coach and to Me- everyone thought it was going to be a shit show because every, it's a lot of kids, new coach, it's a youth coach coming up. Yeah, I mean, I didn't think it was going to be. I mean, show. not a shit show, but there was going to be some learning. Uh, I mean, you, know? you, you, I mean, I, and I'll quote Alexis. You said everyone thought it was going to be a shit show, end <laughs> yeah. quote, which is like, wow, that's a, that's a big, I mean, that's like a big hyperbole is used in comedy sometimes, you guys. <laughs> like, what is this? Uh, is this like a wild exaggeration? Yeah. I mean, like, literally, people, we were at, we were in Dallas. Everyone was, loved Luchi Of course, Dallas. there they did. <laughs> By the way, when, when Hollingshead scores and yes. they show the sideline of all the coaches jumping up and down and Luchi pops in, to the picture. Yeah. I'm going to start calling him Gucci Lonzales. All right. <laughs> this dude's got the button up tight, button up shirt, all buttoned up all the way. He looks like one of the kids. Like, uh, he looks like one of the just recently retired players just kind of hanging out. Okay. In great shape. Nice jawline on the guy. Great haircut. Nice fashion. You love to see it. I think you, I feel like you just called him Gucci Longzales. Is that <laughs> what? Yeah. I just replaced the G in the L. Yes. Longzales. Is, is that, did you do that on purpose? No, Longzales. Like it's of Gonzales. Okay. I didn't, yeah. I'm just trying to, because Gucci Gonzales is pretty good, but you said Gucci Longzales. Yeah. I replaced, I swapped the G in the L. 
Got it. You know what? Because he's Gucci. At least we've confirmed you're talented. You know? <laughs> I can't read, but I can swap letters sometimes. But no, man, I feel bad. We haven't talked about too much about Montreal this season, uh, just because their season's been sort of been up and down. Yeah. Uh, but... It, it's just it things you know what this is not the reason you want to be on the show right no this not isn't the, <laughs> but they are in seventh place like they're still in a playoff position yeah but it's yeah the, but well who's pretty close to them uh orlando uh, i guess i mean orlando uh, everybody they're, relax <laughs> they're, they're not too worried about orlando the ubi <laughs> well the, look orlando they just win uh against uh no they they draw against minnesota i believe the, the, the last game i don't remember anyway. well they have uh, just one win and one draw in their last eight if you're uh, montreal so you know they're having a bit of a rough time right now. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but you know, they, they, they play an attractive game. They're scoring goals, but defensively, uh, the, the issues are still there. So, uh, okay. So let's move on to, uh, sporting Kansas city against the San Jose earthquakes. Uh, and it's great because our next guest plays, uh, for sporting Kansas city. That's right. He does. That's lovely. So, uh, Sporting Kansas City wins this game two to one, and this is uh, good for them. They needed a victory so so badly, uh, and uh, but, and they they win this game. And the the goal, uh, and we'll talk to him about it. But this goal from Benny Faber is just beast. Just I mean, it just he still got it. All right, anybody, nobody, whoever doubted him. They're, the doubters are wrong, yeah. you know. Every the everyone who thought it was going to be a shit show, uh, are, they were all wrong. Yeah. Well, I, and everyone did. So <laughs> we speak to a lot of people. It's a lot of polling we do. No, the uh, the first goal from uh, Chris Wondolowski. You know, Mark Chris Wondolowski. Maybe that that's probably the, the the good move there. I feel like if you stay on him, it would it would it hurts his chances of scoring. Uh, yeah. Even though he's the goal scoring leader in our league, mm-hmm. that's the kind of person you might want to mark. Uh, but the, yes, and the goal from Fairbar just incredible, and then uh, the game winning goal from Graham Smith. But the the uh, more than uh, any detail in the game, I'm just like happy sporting Kansas city were able to uh, especially come uh, win the game after being down. Like it's easy when you, when your team is in a slump to just be like, all right, well, yeah, another L or we're right. not going to get three points here. Uh, but with the, the, yeah, the level of, uh, yeah, we, and we'll talk about it, but like the injuries and all the other stuff they've been going through. Yeah. Good to see them. We'll save it for when we talk to them. Exactly. So, um, so uh, next up we have, this is our no, two more games, two more games left. Um, LA galaxy against Seattle Sounders. And, uh, uh, when it comes to uh, hilarious soccer teams, LA Galaxy are really, <laughs> they're out there when it comes to the mistakes that they make. You also just have no idea who's showing up game to game if you're an LA Galaxy fan. Sure. Well, you know what? Before we even talk about the game, we haven't talked about Zlatan's comments recently about Major League Soccer, about how he, he thinks the, 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 playoff the, the, playoff, shit. the playoff system is shit and like the quality. He's just preparing for not making the playoffs if, if they somehow. It's a, strange, it's a strange, I don't know what psychology exactly uh, he has. I just think he's one of these people that that things like, oh, well, I mean, I'm slot on. I can say whatever I want. And, you know, I bet you a lot of people agree with him. I bet you a lot of players a lot agree of with him. do agree with him. I, and I'm not saying that he is wrong. I just don't understand the, like, are you mad at your employer? Are you mad at, like, the way soccer is in America? Like, you know, I, 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 this is what was also a little odd. And, and some people were kind of, and this is sort of normal speak in, in, uh, across, you know, uh, world soccer. But when, uh, 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 Christian Pavon signs and he plays his first couple games, they asked him, they asked Latan what he thought. He was like, Oh, this player, great quality. He's not going to be in MLS very long. You should, you know, fans should enjoy him while they have him. Cause he's, he's too good for this league. And not, 
technically wrong, uh, but the, in bad taste. In bad taste, only it's lacking tact. Like I'm, I'm not saying that he has to respect MLS, but I think he can be an ambassador and be more supportive. There's another way to spin that. Yeah, there's a there's a there's a way to uh, make it seem more. Um, uh, not even, like he can be more of an ambassador for the growth of American soccer and be like, right. hey, look, it isn't where it needs to be, but this is these are the things they can do to fix it. As or here's to- the kind of players we're now starting to get. Because the the playoff system is l- realistically the last thing on anybody's mind for the growth of the sport. But you make a list. <laughs> playoff system. <laughs> it top is of that not list. even like call it shit all you like. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, but like if he did more things that were just positive to help the growth of the of the sport, like David Beckham. Yeah. Right. David Beckham really kind of like I'm, I'm trying to put this like the, the make the sport a little bit more popular in this country and. By Zlatan's just existence in this league does help, but he could be a little bit like, you know, nicer about it. When, and when it comes to trying to find a way to to make the sport more popular, yeah, that's all. I, yeah, I just I, I don't like this approach. That's all I'm saying. Bro, you want to be in Hollywood, be a little bit respectful of what's around you. Exactly. Is that what you do in Hollywood? <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, it sounded right. Listen, you know, I asked everybody. Look, we work and in entertainment. Everyone's kind to us all the time. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> you know how easy it is to get stuff done in entertainment. <laughs> so great. So, uh, but this game ends two to two. Another team that's kind of in the, this weird place. Seattle. And Sanders. by the way, LA Galaxy. What got a red card in like the sixth minute? Sixth minute. Daniel Stares, yeah. uh, uh chasing down. Uh, I believe it. Was, I think it was Jordan Morris. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, but. Uh, yeah, you understand the uh, denial of an obvious goal scoring opportunity. Dog so. And uh, and Daniel Steras is no stranger to uh, this is like red cards and own goals are like, I think LA Galaxy, they, they got bonuses. They, they get like, I think they train in this particular yeah. thing. They're Come like, mom, buddy, you got to <laughs> score on your own goal. You got to keep your goalkeeper on his toes. <laughs> you know, Bingham, he, he seems a little like not focused. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so. That's your job as a defender to get him back. No, but the, yes, the red card, unfortunate, you understand. Standard, but it sucks to happen so early in the game. Uh, and your homie, Robert Sabiga, gave him that red card real quick. You saw him like sh- he's shoving players off of him. Yeah. When it comes to confident referees, he is very much that. He is just like, he, uh, well, I think during the, the, the penalty call, he was like, um, he was like, stay away. Yep. Stay away Don't from me. Don't do it. Don't do it. You don't want any of this. <laughs> you want that smoke? <laughs> yeah. All right, Zabiga got that smoke for you, right. dog. Uh, Take I, a puff of that Zabiga cigar. <laughs> uh, the other thing, he's also top of the list of uh, referees that can't take a joke. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, slash hate Alexis Guerreros. Yeah. Uh, so get in line. <laughs> the the uh, obviously LA Galaxy getting a lead in this game is incredible. Da- down down a man, and uh, LA Galaxy are are um, are lead the league for crosses because they know who they got, got there in the box. Right. Um. And and Zlatan, uh, both goals were from crosses. Right. Right. Uh, the, the 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 drawn uh, penalty and and the header. But the fact that LA Galaxy is leading in this game, they don't even deserve uh, to even lead for a second in this game. But the fact that down they to do, 10 men, it's just straight up without Zlatan. This game is a, like a, a route. They're not winning this game by any like even close, any a, a close margin. But this own goal and you have to who do we blame? Who, do, uh, who was it? Romney or uh, I believe it was Romney or uh, no, no, there was uh, who was the own goal by? Uh, no, this oh, oh um you're a uh, skelvic jorgen that's uh, right so the 
like Bingham botches this, right? He he runs out. It's a, a long ball. Jordan Morris is chasing it. David Bingham goes out for it. It hits Bingham, bounces off of uh, uh, Skelvick. Bounces off his face. But, like, his but face. like immediately. Yeah. Like, like he, there was nothing he could do. He was just running and like, oh, okay, this guy's got it. Bang. He gets hit in the head. Nice. Looks forward. Sees the ball rolling towards goal. Tries so hard. Looks like a tuna in the net. <laughs> Tries so hard to catch Not it. his fault. Not no. his fault. But it's just buddy. Bingham. Bingham. Buddy, what are you doing? What are you doing, man? I never, I've never seen, like, you go off of the ball. What? It looked like he was trying to grab the ball, then head the ball, and then, and, and like, I don't know why. He, he kind of looked like he fell off the side of a boat, like his hand kind of flailed up. Yeah, because I, I assume he slipped or maybe didn't uh, judge the trajectory of the ball. Yeah. Uh, but you're Or a maybe, goal- like, the wind. You're a goalkeeper. Can we blame the wind? <laughs> nah, man. Like, I understand, like, other players, like, whiffing on this stuff. But I like- think worse than that is the miss by Rui Diaz. Oh, sure. I mean. Nicola- oh, the miss by Zlatan, too. Yeah, Slatan had a, had a when he went wide, completely open goal. But yeah. you know, if you are Rui Diaz, your job is to score. And same thing with Slatan. And Nico Lodero does exactly what. He, oh, that's right, I said it the right way. Mm. Uh, Nico Lodero gives it to you literally on a platter, no one in front of you. It takes like in one extra step and a touch. He doesn't need to, and then he just bangs it off the keeper's chest. <laughs> I mean, yeah. what are you doing? <laughs> Look, uh, I, <clears throat> you know, misses are going to happen, and things like it's just like the, the you know, where I honestly like. Not used to, uh, especially Zlatan missing that chance uh, from uh, Uriel Antuna, right? The bad. I just uh, it's just happened, bro. Yeah. Like, and uh, you know, you don't when when Zlatan misses, that's when the and I understand that he's great, but it's like he talks so much trash that it's like, yo, bro, you're not perfect. You know, <laughs> you make mistakes often uh and you're not like necessarily known as like the best teammate ever you know so it's like that's why like his whole approach towards like how like just trashing the league it's like i don't know just seems a little bit unnecessary because it's completely unnecessary yeah and it's like it's not that and it's not like he's saying the worst things in the world but it's just he, he doesn't i don't i don't i don't think he it's it's i don't think it's beneficial to him and to the growth of the sport cuz i think a big player like that Maybe, maybe take it upon yourself to be like, all right, let me let be me an leave, ambassador. Let me leave America a little bit like in a better place soccer wise than when yeah, I, I got think, here. Yeah, I think you're asking the wrong guy to do that. <laughs> please, Latan, please. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, two quick ones. RSL. You've said two quick ones for the last two. Sorry, I just these they were good games. RSL, LAFC. Um, the the LAFC wins this game uh, two nil on the road. RSL, good team, especially at home. Uh, but LAFC, they are they went down a man, mm-hmm. uh, which you sort of you you think all right they're gonna they're gonna get got here. Um, but the so there was a there was a call. Uh, uh, Herrera who ended up getting red carded later in the game. Um, but there was a, uh, oh yeah. There, so there was the handball that they thought that he was red carded and, uh, it wasn't, it didn't end up being a handball yeah. <clears throat> and he stayed in the game. But then the, uh, the Walker Zimmerman gets, uh, get his second yellow. The first yellow that he got was an incredibly soft foul, like a, basically nothing right crazy that he got a yellow uh and then the, but the second yellow you understand i mean it was more of his arm because he moved his leg out of the way in the second one but yeah i mean they were both kind of soft yellows to me both of them together is equates to one yellow yeah you it, you feel terrible for him you but, know who i feel worse for who was the defender that got the red card against carlos vela herrera herrera yeah i don't know if you watched this they showed the slow-mo of the two of them kind of colliding mm-hmm 
Carlos Vela comes down elbow first directly into Herrera's crotch. Ooh. I, you know what? <laughs> Red card is the least of his problems right now. <laughs> I don't know how he walked away. Oh, I didn't. If I, you watch it, I it is gut wrenching. Mm. Like the kind of pain in your gut that slides up as it goes <laughs> on. It is so painful. He literally goes like elbow and then rubs. Like his whole body. If, if I did that to someone, they'd be sterile. You oh, know what I mean? I mean, they, they, well, they they pay you a lot of money. I think. <laughs> yeah. Send me a picture of your elbow. <laughs> so, uh, but the fact that uh, the, uh, this game, um, the 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 red card from um, uh, RSL really had a good opportunity here. But LAFC, even down a man, do not. They don't slow down. That's how good they are. They just don't seem like they're actually down a guy. They're like, no, we have a plan for this. Yeah. It's uh, so that, that was impressive. And again, it just kind of reinforces that belief that like LAFC is going to either make it to the MLS cup final, maybe win it uh, or, or kind of, kind of run through the playoffs. Cause they are We, we saw them play against NYCFC just a couple of weeks ago. NYCFC struggled. They, like, yeah. they, they can, they put teams to work out there in the high, the higher outs too, whatever. Um, but they, LAFC handled that well. And it was because I I'm loving this rivalry because of the, you know, the, the games that it was the opening game, uh, LAFC's opening game. Uh, and I believe this year was against RSL. Uh, and then in the playoffs, uh, you know, RSL knocked them out of the playoffs. Right. Uh, so there's, you know, that's clearly on everybody's, uh, on the LFC. Seems LFC. like one of those teams that they like to beat. Yeah. And they, and they, they, they like slightly kind of don't like each other. Yeah. And it's nice. Kind of nice to see. I love that these new rivalries kind of like organically happen, right. especially you know uh, when it comes to those those playoff battles and uh, and those memories like double post between Portland right. and Sporting Kansas City. It's just like you you know I say double post and everyone knows everybody everybody knows what I'm yeah. talking about. And those a, are legends that are that are created. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, so it's great. And then so last game, uh, Atlanta United against Portland Timbers. This game, uh, another incredible game. Atlanta United wins this game too. Uh, nil. nil and the uh, so there were a couple. So the main thing I wanted to talk about in this game was the non uh, who was it that fought? There was a non uh, card given um, on Peter Martinez. Peter Martinez got fouled in the box um, by uh, Bill Tulioma. It's, it created a bit of a of a storm on social media. This as well. was. Uh, this happened, uh, I forgot what, I believe it's in the first or second half, uh, somewhere in, in I, early in the second half, I think, I don't remember, but this was a stone cold red card and penalty to me. I don't understand. I don't know how he didn't get a red card. I'm watching this game and I'm like. This is clearly a red. The VAR right. is going to get involved. Like, yeah, maybe the VAR is like, oh, no, baby, I got you. And apparently not. <laughs> this was I mean, this couldn't have been any more wrong. This was really, really bad. He did not touch the ball. And he Beatty's went through not, the player. BT gets called. Like, I know there was all this talk about the 92.9 said that, uh, you know, they called someone on extra time an idiot. because. They oh, said yeah, Mike Conti. Christ. Shout out to you, Mike Conti. Mike Conti. Flaming extra time. <laughs> said, uh, which we call it, said that, uh, you know, he cries wolf. Yes. BT cries wolf. I don't see him as that. That I mean, he is a little bit of the kind of player that will embellish when he gets touched. He's but not, I don't see him as the guy who's like oh, constantly falling over and trying to get people to cards drawn. Um, a little bit, but not, not that much. He's not like a, a huge like 
like the shithousery that we're used to seeing from yeah. uh, Argentinian players. Right. He's not that, but he's like... He's no Tati Castellanos. He's no... That's exactly who I was going to point. Castellanos <laughs> or whatever. Uh, he is not Tati Tati is... I mean, Every second. He learned it. Uh, yeah, he was diving. I always say he he came out diving out of the womb. Yeah, yeah. He rolled <laughs> holding his knee out. <laughs> like, give, give my mother a rest, dog. <laughs> She's out of the game. She just had the baby. <laughs> so the, that was... Absurd. Yeah. And uh, who was the um, the the referee in this game? Because they pointed out that he was the referee because the um, the 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 referee that was scheduled for the game was um, stuck in traffic. So they took, I think, the 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 fourth official and made him the center referee. So it's so almost just like at first I'm like, oh, that's probably nothing. I'm sure, I'm sure he's. I'm sure it won't affect the game totally in any way, shape, or form. But yeah. this was in, and and not to say that the game was totally like poorly refereed there there were there were a lot of fouls and and then maybe uh, some people are just a bit more you know have an aptitude for holding up a sign with numbers on it (laughs) so that was uh but but look atlanta they win you know the campeones cup and and it's pretty much the same lineup it's like yeah, a lot of these play. They, they played ninety minutes a couple of days prior, and they looked sharp. And 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 we didn't talk about Darlie Singh Nagby in uh, the Campeones Cup, but he was it was great. He was stellar. Yeah. Uh, and and it, and I like you know I love how quickly this stuff happens. It's like you know uh, Nagby kind of hasn't gotten he's fell out of favor with Greg Berhalter. He hasn't really gotten that much love. And you know he's been having a couple of good games. And yeah. and it is you know we all we 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 remember him because he was he was. Involved in the U.S. not making uh, the men's national team, not course. making the World Cup. But you also remember like that double tap up goal he scored when he was at Timbers. You know the kids had some like those magical moments. So, but, but it seems like what his best talent is. But if, like if I was midfield. putting a team together, like Donington Nabby is one of the first players I would you know I would sign. Would right? you send the PJ for him like Atlanta did? Well, look, not only look he's, he he's not. He's not even that flashy for a private jet. You know no. what I mean? The dude is just like, he does the work. He, he, he has a simple game and you can't get the ball from him. No, he, he just does not really make any mistakes like that. Also shouts to Joseph Martinez for having an interview in English. That's right. Wow. Well, then with Katie with him, he was yeah. just like straight up uh, doing it. That was great. He was uh, like everyone's uncle, you know, trying to talk to your white girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I did go, you know, and, and the thing. It's great because we see it in. Uh, <laughs> the thing important. You know, and I'll give, we want to win. I'll give credit to, you know, Latin uh, uh, soccer players compared to. Uh, like Latin baseball players, baseball players give the l- minimal effort they, when it comes to, l- they, they could give a shit <laughs> about learning. And they're like, I'm going to be here for a free year. I go home with my money. Unless somebody shoot me in the back and then I come back. Exactly. And that, that was the, the strangest, uh, uh, you know, big poppy interview I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. uh, so the, so yeah, so again, Atlanta seems to be on a tear now in first place in the Eastern Conference. Philly Union losing to Chicago Fire two nil when they and they were uh, they were upper man uh, for for a, a, almost uh, a whole half, so like uh, more than a half. So uh, unfortunate Philly Union. They, I think they have um, they, are, they Atlanta has a game in hand on 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 Philly, and I think NYCFC has two games in hand. Yeah, uh, NYCFC is at twenty four games played. Philly Union's at twenty seven. Okay, so yeah, Atlanta. Is at twenty six, so they okay. even have a game in hand. Okay, so 
Uh, uh, so the Eastern Conference is looking. It's, it's the only one where things are really moving, right? Yeah. Uh, because well, at least uh, you know LAFC well, got we, it. We also didn't talk about Minnesota United being in second place in the West. I yeah. mean, that is out of nowhere. Incredible. I thought I had this thing upside down. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, nah, man, something wrong. Give Adrian Heath a new contract. <laughs> He's kidding. earned it. Uh, so, all right, guys. So that is, uh, that is uh, that for a segment. Yes. Got, uh, why don't we go? Why don't we take a break? And then we'll talk to Benny Felhaber. Benny Felhaber on the show. You'd love to see it. Absolutely. We'll be right back after this. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. We've got a word from one of our sponsors, us. Us, the Gulligans, you, Gully Squad. Shouts to all the newest members of Gully Squad. We're really building up these ranks. That's right. Thank you for uh, the support. I know it's uh, I know it's a big deal. Who wants to support a podcast? I rather I rather you know throw money at strippers. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, but still, <laughs> you know, that's not some people think that way. Alexis. I know. I don't. It's a real shame. Uh, <laughs> when you know, we will show you our feet. Okay, so why would you? Do that it? is a Gully Squad. Perk. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Next time somebody asks me for a picture of my feet, I'll be like, join Gully Squad. <laughs> so, shout out to all the Gully Squad members. You guys are doing an absolutely amazing job. Uh, the, 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 the group that may or may not exist. The Facebook group. That yeah. May or may not exist. It's, it may or may not be one of the lidiest groups ever. Exactly. Uh, that, and that might be the, the, the place where people get the opportunity to ask us questions for like our listener question episodes. You're or, about to hear an interview where we got some uh, questions from Gully exactly. Squad. If you want to ask, you know, some of uh, w- w- the, the Gully Squad members are the ones who know what guest is going to be on that's right beforehand so and they get the opportunity to ask uh the, the guests some questions they have about as much power as barra bravas do in latin america where they influence exactly. what happens on our show okay right. so basically the guys members have been threatening us since day one. <laughs> yeah they, they doxed us and, they, <laughs> and they're sending packages to our place but shout out to gully squad members if you want to join gully squad it, it tremendously all of that money goes right back into the show it's what helps us get to, to city so we could do interviews and it helps us get to events and it helps us put on more stuff. It helps us get stuff edited for you guys. More content for you. All of this money goes right back into the show. All you have to do is go to soccercooligans.com slash gully squad or just go to soccercooligans.com and right up at the top you'll see join gully squad. Put in whatever you can. It's absolute honor that you would even do this for us and we absolutely love it and we use it. This is what we use it for. Exactly. So we appreciate the support. Thank you to everyone who has already joined. Uh, we love you guys. So uh, hop on. Get on board. Yeah. You know. Get on the gully squad train. Get on this movie. Man. Come on, ride a train <laughs> and golly. <laughs> yeah, baby, we're back. Yes, and oh, it's always uh, it's always a pleasure to have any to have any guests. And then, but but the, I feel like uh, week after week, it's just like we're like sort of outdoing each other. We're leveling up, exactly. And this guest almost feels like we scored an amazing volley against Mexico. <laughs> you know what That's I mean? Right. Yeah. You know what? I'm gonna take credit for that goal. It's 100 percent out. <laughs> yeah. But ladies and gentlemen, unless you're driving, put your hands together for the one, the only, the star, if you will, of Sporting Kansas City. Put your hands together for Benny Philhaber, everybody. Hey, Benny. How's it, how's it going, man? Thanks for having me on, guys. This is uh, it's quite an experience being on your show. Thank that's, you. That's an honor. I, look, I don't even know if you knew who we were before right now. But if you did, that's very if, incredibly flattering. Let's just pretend he did. Oh. There goes the light. Let me turn the light. Back. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately, as soon as he said you didn't know who we were, he's gone. <laughs> I, I thought it was, uh, you know, I, I thought it was like technical difficulties on our side, but apparently, yeah. Phil Harper has smoke bombs. <laughs> <laughs> Something's wrong. I'm in, the, I'm in our meeting room, and I guess uh, it's uh, sensory or something. So I'll, I'll stay close to the sensor here. So All right, cool, cool. That's hilarious. It's uh, yeah. It's, uh, we we need to like uh, you know work on Swope Park Village. They need yeah. to fix a couple of the the electrician again. 
<laughs> uh, we'll talk to electricians. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, Benny, why don't uh, you know to start? I mean, you've played for uh, a couple different teams. You've been around this country a little bit. You've played for the national team. I guess just where the fans have definitely heard of you. They've chanted your name sometimes, probably not in, in with a loving tone. Uh, <laughs> so why don't you just kind of give the fans an idea of, of what the season has been like for you uh, back sporting Kansas city and, and how that feels. Well, the season's been tough. I mean, it started off in Colorado and I went there as a free agent. Um, a lot of changes in the off season for Colorado. And I expected uh, to, to have a pretty competitive team there. And so I decided to go there and kind of start something fresh. And um, it was a uh, very tough first 10 games. We didn't win any of the games. I think we drew two and lost eight and it didn't look like it was going in the right direction. And me being kind of close to the end of my career, I wanted to try and find somewhere where um, I could play on a competitive team. And so uh, Kansas city was interested with some of the injuries that they had and they were able to you know, get a trade for me. And so I came back here, was excited, a lot, a lot of good memories here, a lot of good years here and a lot of good friends that, um, you know, I, we had been really successful with. And so came back here and it's been tough here too. You know, uh, this, this year hasn't been easy. They were in champions league before a lot of injuries, a lot of, uh, tired bodies after an early start. And we've seen it happen before with, with teams in the past. And so it's, it's been a grind. We're still trying to fight it out and, and see if we can scrape some results to try and get in the playoffs, but obviously not going to be easy here with the last eight games. When it comes to um, th- those moves, right. But that player movement, I, and I, I heard you uh, talking to uh, Taylor Rockwell on total soccer show, which was a, a great interview that you did. And you had mentioned the, like the, the basically the strain of moving your family uh, and, and all these things and not knowing exactly where you were going to be, but moving from, Colorado to Sporting Kansas City, how much was sort of in your uh, control? Because you had mentioned like the difficulty with player movement within MLS. Yeah, player movement in MLS is tough because most of the times the player has no say in where they're going a lot of times. And so for me, it was a bit different. I had spoken to the GM in Colorado and he understood my situation. And it was I explained to him how I you know, wanted to play for a competitive team. And unfortunately, Colorado wasn't that at the time. Um, and he understood that. And he kind of helped me find a place where I would be happy. Uh, I didn't know that Kansas city was going to be a team that was interested, but thankfully they were. And, you know, my, my family was here for five years. Both of our daughters were born here and we know how awesome it is to, to grow a family here. And so it was, uh, it was not, you know, any kind of hardship for my family. It was something that I was uh, seeking and we were very happy that it happened. So it was, um, it was, a a very big positive for us this season. Also, let me noted that if you trade Benny Philhaber, you will get the plague, right? <laughs> <laughs> you get some of that Brazilian curse. <laughs> when, when I, when I saw that tweet by Colorado Rapids, that the plague was in Commerce city, I, I had to, you know, text some of my friends back in Colorado and asking what the hell is going on over there. Yeah. <laughs> How did you guys find a time portal to 1452? <laughs> How is that possible? Um, frogs jumping out of the sky and stuff. I don't know what's going on. I remember when I read that, I was like, which plague are they talking about? The plague? <laughs> like, bubonic? <laughs> like, what are we talking about here? But So you've played in a bunch of different places. You've you've always been someone that I've sort of recognized as, as somewhat of a, a creative midfielder, right? Um, yeah. Wh- what, what do you think is the one thing that one of your skill sets or something about you that has been overlooked by a lot of coaches? 
overlooked. I don't know. Uh, His beauty. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I think, no, I think they, I think most people see that. Although with, with, the, with the years I'm accruing here, it's uh, starting to fade a little bit. I, I need to become the silver Fox, like uh, with the George Clooney look. So oh, sure. we'll see if that comes. But um, I would say I, I've always thought that I'm a very good one-on-one defender and most people don't see that. And so um Maybe you guys will notice it now when whenever there's one guy, you know, setting up to try and dribble me, I, I try and take a lot of pride in not allowing that to happen. So um, I'm, I'm, I've told Ike before and we've had arguments on BS, the podcast as well of me uh, converting to center back. And I think I could be a good center back in this league. But most people don't believe me. Yeah, we'll, you, we'll see if I ever get a chance. Just give Matt Beasler a noogie. Be like, hey, I'll show you how it's done. buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Bees, step aside, my guy. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so I was gonna ask. So this was uh, this was one of our questions from our Gully Squad members, right? One of our, our bigger fans. So Michael Samella, he's a he's a Colorado Rapids fan, right? And he asked okay. he asked um, what was it like playing for Anthony Hudson, and he asked was it as bad as was he as bad as he seemed? And I really liked Anthony as a person. Uh, I thought he he's a workaholic. He tries to do everything. Um, to, you know, to fix the team, to fix us tactically. Um, it just literally none of his ideas were, were clicking with our group. I don't know if it was the, um, the, the players that he had didn't really fit into the system that he was trying to implement, but it just, it didn't work. And we, you know, he, he tried to change things and literally I, I bet this guy would not sleep at night. He would watch game tape over and over and over again in preseason. I could hear, he was always, he was the room above us and I could hear him like in at nighttime listening to game tape. And so, um, yeah, as a coach for us, it didn't work. Obviously, the results show that, and and it wasn't any better in, on the training field. It was it was difficult. It was hard. All the players um, were frustrated by it. Uh, I know that he was frustrated by it. But at the same time, I've seen him be successful in other places. Like in, in New Zealand, he was successful, and so um, it, it just didn't work out in Colorado. It wasn't something that was pretty in any way. I, I think he would agree with that as well. And you know, for that reason, I think uh, that's why the team. And, and he moved on. And you know, for the, for those of us who've never played, and I'm, you know, you've seen what we look like, um, so you know we never played. For those of us who never played, and for our fans who've never played professional soccer, how much of it is it sort of like this lightning in a bottle, where the the type of inspirational, you know, uh, talks, the the tactics, the training, the players being prepared for it, and all of those things sort of have to merge in order for you to be able to win a championship. Is that what it is, or is there something else that can sway it? Is it this thing where sort of it has to all fit in magically I, I first of all i don't think it has i think the uh the uh talks the the motivational talks are almost zero percent in my opinion but having said all that what you asked i think yes i think it to some degree it is in mls lightning in a bottle if you go to some other leagues there's a reason why Bayern Munich wins Bundesliga all the time and why um, Man City or Liverpool are, are, are winning at this, you know, in, in, in Premier League the last few years. Um, they're, they've got the best players. They've got the best players. They probably have some of the top coaches in the world. And, you know, the, the, the talent speaks for itself. In MLS, it's different. There's a cap. So there's not one team that's going to spend hundreds of millions of dollars more than all the other teams. Um, and so there is a sense of a little bit of lightning in a bottle where even more so with the playoff system that the a team playing well at the time that has, um, like you said, 
the right tactical approach with the players that they have, certain players playing at their highest level at the time, the team playing with confidence. And so all those things, I think, make a, a, a big, big difference uh, when it comes down to it in MLS. I'm curious. Uh, we had another question from, uh, I, I believe, is an, uh, I think a Galaxy fan, if I'm not mistaken. But your time okay. at LAFC was uh, that first year. Obviously, it's an incredibly entertaining team. Uh, I know the it, it didn't work out uh, at, at the end of your tenure there. But like, uh, I'm, I'm curious, the, your, your time at LAFC, how do you kind of look back on it and um art marina asked what, what what was the feeling like being uh, a part of that first um uh, at, at trafico uh i look at it very fondly my first year or my only year there in the first year for the franchise i thought uh we were a very good team with a lot of good players you could You could see that the team was only going to improve under Bob, under the players that were there. And obviously we see the results of it this season. Uh, the fan base, I don't even know how that fan base got built so quickly. And there's so much, you know, pride in the stands and, um, you know, love for the team, for, for a team that, you know, has been around for a year and a half. And so uh, I, I, it's pretty amazing. The, the, the whole, you can't say one bad thing about the entire organization. So it was awesome to be part of that. And I, I still watch a lot of their games because I know, you know, all the players and yeah, yeah. it's an exciting, exciting brand of soccer to watch. And so, um, you know, everything there was awesome. Uh, in terms of the El Trafico, the first one was very painful. You know, we, we started off the season really well with two wins on the road. We come to El, El Trafico and Gal at, at, uh, at StubHub or whatever it's called now. It was StubHub back yeah, yeah, in yeah, last yeah. year. Dignity Health Sports D Park. Dignity yeah. Health, yeah, exactly. Um, and so uh, we have probably like 3,000 fans in the stands before the game starts when we go out to like look at the field an hour before the game, yeah, before yeah. warm-ups. And it was incredible. You know, we could only hear our fans. And we go out there and we destroyed them the first half. We're up to nothing. We get a third goal in the beginning of the second half i mean it feels like we're cruising right everything's going well for our team uh, about to have nine points in the first three road games of the year and then you know all hell breaks loose I, i lost the ball in the midfield they get one our team starts to you know get nervous lose our confidence a little bit i think the fact that we didn't have an identity you know established yet because we're such a young team we kind of didn't know how to maintain that result and ultimately we succumbed to to slot on you know and so he comes on scores that ridiculous goal and eventually gets the fourth one at the end and so um, it was it was a moment that i'm sure they still look back on and and try and use it as not only motivation but uh, a stepping stone to, to to learn how to deal with games and i think they've done a much better job this year uh, but it's one that i think for for the for the benefit of the league and the rivalry i think it was fantastic but it hurts obviously being part of la and an lafc member was that, that was it on your mind that zlatan's about to get in this game and like this is going to be a, 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 some sort of moment or you know i, I i'm going to have to handle this giant Or do you yeah, whisper I to think... Zimmerman like his knees are weak, dude? You know, <laughs> but his knees aren't weak. <laughs> his legs are his legs are tree trunks. So I don't even think you can do that. But yeah, I honestly, I, I remember us going up three nil, and obviously we knew Slotan was on the bench, and we're thinking at three nil, this guy might not even come in, which is perfect. We don't even have to deal with him the first game, right? Let him settle into the league. We can kind of see what he does in other games. We don't have to be the first team like the guinea pig to to have him, you know, debut against us. And then when we gave up the first goal, uh, I remember thinking, I was like, damn it, we 
gave up that I get, you know, I lost the ball. We gave up that goal and now it's almost guaranteed he's coming in this game. And we're going to have to deal with whatever he brings on. And so, um, you know, we, we brought it on ourselves. It was unfortunate, but yeah, it was, uh, it was a moment where we were hoping we didn't have to deal with him and, and we had to in a big way. All right. Speaking of all the different places where you've played, uh, let's talk a little bit about where you lived. You grew up in Rio de Janeiro, right? A few years. Yep. And then you yep. moved to the greatest place on earth, New York, right? That's uh, right. But I lived in, outside the city. But you yeah. were in Scarsdale. Yeah. For right. eight years. Did you pick up any accent? Three, three years. Three years. Okay. Oh, okay. Somebody needs to update your Wikipedia, my guy. <laughs> oh, well, I, I don't touch Wikipedia, but uh, I, I always notice this. There's some weird things in there. I know there's a thing that said that I was like part of some government in Denmark, like city council, <laughs> something like that. That's was hilarious. Like, was I? Yeah. Was I part of city? It, well, it's on my elected? business card now. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> You speaking to yeah. Senator Phil Haver. Have some respect. <laughs> Amazing. But yeah, I lived in Scarsdale for three years. I was it was from six till I was nine. So it was it was a good time. I loved it there. It was uh, I played a lot of soccer. It was the first time I started playing soccer on on a field pitch because in Brazil I played futsal. And so, um, yeah, I, I loved it there. Made a lot of friends, was the best player on my elementary school. It was it was a lot of fun. All right. I want I want to talk uh, about your podcast. But before that, I, I want to talk a little bit about sporting Kansas City. Uh, sort of what uh, w- what's the sentiment like? What how are things feeling? I know the beginning of the season felt uh, incredible, right? Uh, obviously, yeah, in, in the in Champions League. Uh, and then, yes, you mentioned uh, the injuries. And, and you, I feel like they kind of brought in Benny to like kind of right the ship, right? Uh, what is <laughs> what is the, the feeling now? Because it, you, you have a game coming up against uh, your buddy, Aikopara, uh, right. uh, this this week. And then uh, you just had a, a great win over the weekend. Uh, it's an insane goal. Uh, what, what a great time to have Benny Felhaber on this show. Because this that, is what we do. Was, when we when we message you to come on the show, <laughs> you score golasses. <laughs> so it gives you that confidence. Uh, but what what's we, it? Yeah, go for it. I was just going to say, and we had Wando on right before we played him as well, and he scored. So just whoever comes on the show for us <laughs> and for you guys is going to score goals. Uh, well, I mean, so reach out to either one of us if you want to come on the you show. You just got to be careful because you, if you get them on your show and then they score against you, that's not that's – not, Vermees is not going to be happy about that. No, we got to stop asking guys that we're playing against. Yeah. Uh, Vermees is going to start to produce your podcast just to make sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, but what, what's been the feeling like for Sporting Kansas City uh, and the and trying to get into the playoffs and uh, and trying to kind of fix uh, what, what what's been going on? Yeah, it's it's been tough, man. I mean, there's it's like we said, just with the best teams in the league, it's sometimes a little bit of lightning in a bottle where you can you know find that good balance of everything, and we're trying to find that. And right now, it's it's the opposite. You know, we, we get a good result. Then we get a bad result. We get, you know, we fight through something, went on the road, then we come home and we lose a big game at home. So, um, we haven't been able to, uh, overcome some of the, the problems that we face in the beginning of the year with injuries and, and fatigue. And, and now we're just trying to, you know, get back to the kind of team that we know we can be and, and get that confidence back. I think that's the biggest thing knowing, you know, when you have that confidence, you just know you're going into a game and regardless, if you make a mistake, you're going to win the game. You're going to come back and you're going to make something happen. You're going to score a goal. If somebody makes a mistake, somebody's going to, you know, Tim is going to save us in the back or Beezer or whatever. And so right now it just feels like every mistake we make leads to a goal. 
and all the chances that we create somehow don't go in. Um, and then when something goes well, like San Jose, we fight through the second half, we come back and win 2-1. We just hope we can complement it with another win against uh, Minnesota. Uh, other than that, we don't we don't have a you know some 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 golden secret rule that we can come up with to to fix our problems. It's just continue to grind, work, and and try and make something happen on the on the game days. Just realistically, like I, I, watching sport in Kansas City, I'm not I'm not the last couple of years. I'm just like I'm not used to watching you guys struggle. You know what I mean? Like to go through these spells. So that's been like the it's been thing. so consistent. Yeah. So that, right. out of out of any uh, any word to describe sporting Kansas City, consistent is like the, the one that comes to mind. So it's like it's you know I feel bad when they struggle because yeah. I'm like I don't want to see especially this. Especially because we have friends that are fans of the team. We're like come on. And plus we had Matt Beasler and Sasanovic on the show talking about their clothing line. So clearly, That's right. Everybody involved in Sporting Kansas City has a nice side hustle, right? Yeah. Benny's getting into the podcast. Speaking game. of side hustle, <laughs> Benny's in a podcast game. He's trying to come up in our lane. <laughs> right. okay. We're gonna show him we're good one on one defenders. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're on the same. We're on the same team. You guys got to assist us. That's what we got to do. Okay. That's no, the, it. All right. We'll do that. No, that, no but the uh, BS the podcast, which is uh, great, and I love that uh, Ike Power is on the show, and uh, um, like he is, he is not. He's not in the title of the show. Uh, he is just. Uh, <laughs> he, he is not in the acronym of the show because yeah. I feel like IBS might not be that great. <laughs> That's a, a show podcast I listen to. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but yeah. So we 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 have him now. We have BS the podcast. Featuring Aiko Para. So we, yeah. we're we getting there. You know, he's as long as we keep him satisfied, we know he's an important part of the show. No, it's it's uh, great to see. Uh, but it is when we before we uh, got on air, we were talking about like how cool it is, it is to see uh, you, you. There's something you can get from players talking to each other that you can't get from like a journalist or anybody. There's there is a locker. Yeah, because y'all keep it tight when we ask you questions. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what's up with that? Man? I know y'all got to be mad political. You get it. You're in the government in Germany. <laughs> <laughs> is- I, I'm not political, dude. I'll give you most of most of the answers. If I if I can't answer it, I'll tell you otherwise. But I'm I'm not one of those political. Types. Yeah, you're a little different. But it is fun to see <laughs> you and other players interact um, because you guys. You guys, it's almost like when comedians talk to each other. It's different than when anybody talks to a comedian because we're we kind of all get it. We we've been through the grind. We understand what we're going through. You guys do the same thing. So give the fans just a little bit of an idea of what kind of conversations you'd like to have on your show. Yeah, our conversations are wide open. It's I mean, if you've ever seen the shop with, you know, LeBron James produced show uh, where people are just sitting around, we're talking, we're having a good time. We're asking questions about our guests career or their season. And it's very open and very not formal. And the, the production value is not the greatest, but I think that goes hand in hand with what we're trying to do. So um, we just have a lot of fun. And, and it's been it's been really cool seeing the kind of um, feedback that we've gotten and also the kind of conversations that we've had with guys that we like around the league is there any uh, particular episode or story that stands out that you want people to listen to because i know when i when i heard this the patrick vieira story from sean johnson that was hilarious i i, I just love the absolute pettiness of because uh, <laughs> co- coaches have to like be like over oh, this when i think of peter vermees i'm like i think of a, like a, a you know stoic a, a army general right, yeah. <laughs> so i'm sure there's there's other moments that that where people show a lot more vulnerability but there's any episode in particular of of maybe a story that you heard from somebody that you were like, oh, this I'm glad I'm doing this podcast. Yeah, there's been a few of those. I think the Wando episode was awesome. He actually told probably two or three stories that I had never heard before um, that were fantastic. Uh, one about him 
kicking balls at the Raider game, and he might have been a little bit tipsy after I don't know how many beers <laughs> in the stands. Oh, sure. Uh, and he was and he was knocking these footballs through from fifty yards. But I guess he once they gave him a soccer ball to boot in the stands, he almost hit a sideline reporter. So hilarious. That was pretty amazing. And then we just had our. Well, did you our say interview. Kaku did that or? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kaku actually did do that. So I think I, I, th- I don't know if we could talk about that because I'm pretty sure there's some uh, like lawsuits, a lawsuit, yeah, yeah, litigation <laughs> pending. But uh, we actually just interviewed Carlos Vela last night, and that's that's going to drop tomorrow morning. And I think some of the fans will really be interested to see the the stories that he talks about with the national team, with LAFC, with some of his previous clubs, uh, Arsenal, and and so it was it was really fun talking to him. He's just talking about how much he hates soccer and loves basketball. Basketball. Yeah. What a strange man. <laughs> 20 minutes of hair soccer, product. <laughs> he doesn't hate soccer, but he does love basketball. That's for sure. It's a, such a strange thing, but, uh, yeah. but it's, but it's, it's great to see, man. Uh, yeah. You, you, the, the podcast is very fun. So people should uh, li- listen to it. What is the, uh, you say you're, you're done with your career. What is the, uh, is this the, 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 the game you want to get into this media sort of uh, uh, style, this like kind of loose, like in-depth player MLS kind of uh, access. I'm not sure yet. Honestly, I'm not sure. I think for sure I'm staying within the game. I love, you know, soccer ever since I was a little kid. I've, I've loved playing it. I've loved being around it. Um, so when I'm done, I think uh, I'll try and test the waters a little bit, whether, whether it be, be trying to be a coach or GM in the league. Uh, I think for the most part, I'd like to be closer to the game uh, because I'm so competitive. But I do think that the media aspect of it, whether I'm you know, doing podcasts or being a commentator on TV, is something that I could see myself getting into as well. Well, I'll give you a, a, a bit of a, of a, of, I guess, like a positive. We don't, we speak to a lot of players. Not many of them have the personality you have. So if you want to get in media, now that we're gatekeepers in any way, shape or form, <laughs> but you, I think if anyone, you should have a microphone and please don't get into comedy. I got, I know you have to run. I want one last question. This is from Nick Lageman, um, uh, who's one of our Gully Squad members. He wants me to ask you if you're okay with barbecue on pizza. And I want you to recall the time in which you lived in the New York vicinity. Okay. <laughs> I know that you have a lot riding on this, including any future German political career. Uh, barbecue on pizza. Is that OK? Barbecue on pizza. I don't even know what that means. Thank you. That's a good answer. Okay, we'll good. take it. <laughs> I don't know if they mean barbecue like sauce or barbecue. barbecue. I, I, I love chicken barbecue pizza. I don't know if that answers your question. Well, that actually just offended me. All right. So, <laughs> well, Nick, you got the answer. I'm crying. I'm glad. Is there where can people follow you and where can people find the podcast? Uh, the podcast is on Apple Podcasts. BS the podcast is the name of it. You can find it on YouTube as well. We'll put the videos up and then follow us on Twitter, on Instagram. We'll always put little video clips up as well. And um, yeah, I mean, Spotify, all, all the platforms you can pretty much find our podcast on. All right. Uh, um, Benny, yeah. Well, best of luck uh, at the game on Thursday. Are, are, is it home or away? It's at home, so Ike's coming to town. Okay, so hopefully he gets a, a nice little applause and at the, you know during introductions, but then he is viciously booed for the rest of the game. <laughs> I'm hoping he doesn't even play because they got an Open Cup game coming up. It'd be nice if he just sat on the bench. Okay, yeah, yeah. take it easy. Exactly. Aye. Work on you know bits for the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, Benny, uh, best of luck in the game and best of luck for the rest of the season. We hope uh, Sporting Kansas City writes uh, uh, the ship and makes it to the playoffs. So it'd be it's a, it'll be a shame to not have. Uh, Sporting Kansas City in the playoffs. So I wish you guys the best. Thank you very much. We appreciate it, guys. Thank you, man.
Uh, all right, Benny. All you're right, good. All good. You can hang up uh, and get back. You get to lunch or training or meeting, whatever you got to do, man. Thank you so much for taking the- What a great interview. Fanny, Benny, Benny. Fanny. <laughs> Fanny Billhaber. <laughs> uh, Fanny Watt. He, maybe he knows Fanny. Gucci <laughs> Gonzalez. <laughs> all right, good. Alexis, as you, you see, if you're a new listener, not good with words. <laughs> not, not good really, with, not a strong point of mine. Word, letters. Reading it, writing it. Numbers. Uh, <laughs> speaking. <laughs> so that's, uh, that's what I'm here, okay? <laughs> so, uh, Benny Felhaber, thank you so much for joining us on the show. Uh, great dude, super fun. Uh, like I like, especially we always say this: like the 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 MLS players that have been around the league a little bit, been around the block. Yeah, they they're just like down to earth, cool, fun, have they get stories. It. They get it. They get it. So uh, I'm glad we could get them on the show and uh, listen make, to his podcast. Yeah, listen to BS. Uh, BS. Uh, uh, the podcast is uh, is great. And at, we've been saying his podcast is BS. Remember that we were saying that said, privately. They won. So it's just the name. As <laughs> soon as they created a Twitter account, we're like, "Yo, this is BS. <laughs> this is garbage. <laughs> no, it's great. It's an absolute no, great, great. listen." And then and we have spoken to um, uh, his co-host uh, yeah. Ike Opara and Salziza, who have expressed interest in doing the show. Oh well, so, come on on. So well, we might have the whole BS crew out here. I. <laughs> so, we got you know our show's got nothing but BS on it. That's right, top, <laughs> top to bottom. BS. <laughs> well, yo, what's that smell? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's BS. Good question. <laughs> <laughs> Fenny Billhaber was just here. <laughs> so, um, so again, thanks uh, for listening to the show. We appreciate it. Uh, appreciate the support. Thank you all the new listeners. Shout out to to Casey uh, for for Shouts the love. To Casey, yeah, man, you're 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 our hero, man. Thank you so much. For, you a real G guy. Exactly. So, uh, so with that said, my name is Christian Polanco. I'm Alexis Guerrero. And together, what are we? The Cooligans!